Hey, where are the white women at? But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? We'll just have to take these pants off so that I can take a closer look. Still others evolved so much, they don't even need to wear pants. <laughs> Joe? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Cinco de Mayo, and I'm eating chicharrones. <laughs> Welcome to another episode that all body waiting for, Cartoon Casual. Excuse me, I was With bated breath, I'm sure everyone's Yeah, and uh, yeah, it is it. Cinco de Mayo, and um, coming to you from Route 66, Mojave Desert. The high Kingman, desert. The high desert of Kingman, Arizona, and we have a guest today. Keep eating, Joe. Go ahead on mic. I don't care. Yeah. Well, that's why I brought him. Oh, that's true. We have... I, I brought him. Chris Lay has mm-hmm. brought in local known guitarist, rock star, band Locals, member, local rock, rock star. star. Well, uh, mm-hmm. I wish. I wish. <laughs> now nah, you're a rock star for like 45 yeah. minutes at a time when you're on stage, well, man. There was one time I did cocaine once for a month, so that counts almost That's as a That's a really long time. I know that is. It is a long long thing. Yeah. <laughs> How did you afford to do cocaine for a month? Well, actually it really wasn't my cocaine. Um. It was someone else's cocaine, but they were hanging out with me, so I figured, well, why not? Do you want to talk about that person on the podcast and say their name? I'm kidding. Nah. Please don't, I, I, don't probably, do that. If you want, I mean, I can. <laughs> I think a lot of people will be like, oh, yeah, I think I did cocaine with that person, too. But Chris is a, uh, a fan, apparently, of, I, I don't know why, but he's a fan of the show. A fan of what we don't know. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we asked him to come on for a while. He's been in the works for a little bit, and we wanted to get him to come I, on. I pretty much have been begging to come on the podcast. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. And I was like, Joe, I'll give you sexual favors. Just get me on the podcast. And he has. I mean, he gives me sexual favors anyway. You know but it was extra, an extra finger in the 20 butt. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> and Cinco. Cinco. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Fingero. Cinco de Handjobs. <laughs> How do you say hand? No, no I we really don't Is that like chingasos? Or... It, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> Is that... it's a literal. I, I feel like it's a literal thing. It's like uh, uh, fucking Trabajando de Manos or something like that. That would be literally handwork. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I think it's to handwork. That'd be a good like band name. If you're like a Mexican like mariachi band, are you <laughs> are you familiar with the guys locally that are called Piso Mojado? Mm, oh, is that that's a Roger, isn't it? I, I I don't know. I'm not positive. I don't know. All I know is somebody told me that there's a a local band and they're all Mexican and they call themselves Piso Mojado, oh, which means what floor? You mean, you mean that's the like, local as in Kingman local? Yeah, local? like Kingman local, like Kingman, Arizona. Okay, in the high desert. Of Route 66. On Route 66. In Kingman, Arizona. In Kingman, Kingman Arizona. Arizona. I, I, feel, I feel like we're going to turn that into like a morning radio show. It's uh, we're quarter required. Pattern. Yeah, every 15 minutes we're required to say something about Kingman, 84 Arizona. degrees and 15 minutes past the hour. We're back here with Chris Lay. So, Chris, tell us about yourself. Uh, hey, hey, Chris, what's your favorite band? <laughs> My favorite band? Gosh, man, that's a, that's a tough one. Of all time. Favorite, favorite band, band of, of all time. time. You got to you know, pick I, one. I, I really... Really, I'd have that's, to, I'd have to say I'd have to Joe. say like Pink Floyd. Pink oh Floyd God. is really my probably my all time favorite. Now, band. whose dick are you sucking now, mine or Paul's? No, I'm serious. Pink Floyd is probably my all time. I mean, you know, it's like I love the Beatles and a lot of other bands, but like Pink Floyd is that was the band that like. Yeah, here's what's interesting because I don't know Chris that well, and I've been a Pink Floyd fan for all my life, and you, I've seen Roger Waters Pink Floyd fan. twice, and we're all going at this table. We're all going oh, to see Roger Waters so in Las Vegas on June 16th, isn't it? Is that what it is? June yeah, 16th. Friday, Friday yeah. June 16th. Day after your birthday, Paul. Yeah. 
So it's a uh, it's interesting story about that. There is. Yeah. Uh, you guys bought me that ticket for, oh, uh, that's for my birthday. See, I didn't even know that there was like a surprise <laughs> ticket. Like, no yeah. one told me this. I was just like, hey, bullshit. But you like, knew who hey. was going. So, yeah. yeah. Facebook and you're like, tag. you haven't gotten your ticket yet? I'm like, nah, I just haven't gotten it. I'm like, when did you get yours? Well, Paul bought mine. He didn't buy yours. <laughs> and it was so fucking funny. You know, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to. Dude, it's, please don't feel bad for that. because yeah, Like my, I, I, I like, told you. I always say the wrong things and screw everything. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was just fine. No, it was amazing because it was it was cool shit to find out that all my friends know how fucking broke I am and how I would never spend that kind of money on myself typically. And uh, now oh, we got go you a different you. seat. Now you're not in the same category. <laughs> as oh, 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 you oh, fuckers! Man. In fact, you're going to be an usher for the night. We got to trade it off some work. You can you can you'll be oh, seating people. I, so I'm doing like a work, we, we actually work we actually actually got you the handicap section. So we're just going to put you in a wheelchair and just kind of like sit you behind in a section. big structural vertical post of some <laughs> kind. You won't be able to see anything. Isn't that the fucking worst? Like I I went to see uh, Muse like uh, five years ago, maybe six years ago, and I got a, I got my tickets. I ordered the ticket. And then it came, you know, I actually got the, like, not, I didn't get a ticket. I printed the ticket. And it said, may have an obstructed view. And I was so fucking mad. I spent $115 for that ticket. Was the may a real, was the truth? Uh, may yeah. have. It did. It, it have. did. It did. It did. It was a fucking pillar right in front of me. That mm-hmm. sucks. I was not happy. When uh, me and Holly went and saw Black Sabbath, uh, our friend Angela hooked us up with some uh, free tickets. So we were like, we have to go. But, uh. We were like all the way up in the nosebleed seats at uh, where the hell was it? Uh, Excuse me. Oh, the MGM Grand. Okay. MGM Grand Arena. Those are true nosebleed dude, seats. There was a giant American flag like right in our like view, and it, it sucks. So we're like What's looking at like, America. Yeah. No problem with America. No, no, I have no problem with America. <laughs> On Cinco de Mayo. But, yeah, I have no problem with America <laughs> unless it's obstructing my view of Black Sabbath. Oh yeah, understood. I, I, I love freedom, but. They could have moved the flag up just a tiny bit. At that point, yeah. there was no freedom. There was no yeah, liberty. There was, there was, there was just no a, freedom. It was just obstruction. I wanted freedom to rock, and now I can't see Sabbath because I got this flag. American flag in front of your face. Fucking flag in my face. How was Sabbath, though? Oh, so good. I, awesome. I've never seen Sabbath. Uh, in fact, the one time I was going to see, I think it was Sabbath. It was at least Ozzy. It was, uh, um, God damn it. Chris, what's the old, uh, the, um, the metal tour uh, started out in the, originally the night Ozfest. Oh, Jesus Ozfest. Christ, I can't fucking remember Ozfest. But Ozzy canceled a bunch of shows in the Midwest, and one of them he canceled was Columbus, and that was one I was going to see. It was like ninety seven, uh, maybe ninety seven, ninety eight. Fucking Ozzy, uh, fucking asshole, dude, right? Fucking old, nah. son of a bitch. Does he still got it though? Like, oh, dude, yeah, he yeah? Was, dude, it was still great. Like, I mean, he still sounds like Ozzy. I mean, they killed it, like straight That's up cool. killed it. So Pink Floyd, back to Pink Floyd. Not Pink Floyd, favorite band. You've you've never seen Waters or Pink Floyd? No, actually, I saw uh, Roger Waters in uh, Camden, New Jersey. What My, year? About? Uh, it was ninety eight, maybe ninety nine. So was tour, in was in the Flesh Tour? It was in oh, the Flesh Tour. Okay. Right. No, uh, my stepdad ended up taking me, and we probably watched maybe like thirty or forty minutes of the concert, and then he was like, "All right, let's go." What? I, I I've hated that asshole ever since. What? Yeah. Why? Because yeah, why I don't he... know. He's like, I have to work, and I'm like, it's not even fucking dark yet. Like, uh, I was so pissed. So. Pissed. How old are you then? You oh, I'm 35. No, no, I, then. Oh, then I was seven, 16. Seven, no, I was 16, almost yeah. 17. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I could have just drove myself there, but no. Why were you in Jersey? 
Well, we, I lived in Philadelphia. In no, I lived in Philadelphia, and Camden's just gotcha. right across the yeah. lake or river. Or Did you ocean? All right, we need to get some history of Chris. We need to get some history. We need to get a little bit of history of Chris because I have. Okay, so I I don't know if uh, anybody here sitting at the table knows what I used to partake of the Devil's Cabbage. Ooh, I can't in, in that. high school, and I don't. I, it's, it's, I don't really know you that well. I know I was I was all hopped up on goofballs and the Devil's Cabbage. <laughs> Jazz cigarettes. Jazz cigarettes. Um, but there's my memories of Chris are spotty from high school because we only went to school together for a year because you were a sophomore when I was yeah. a senior. Yeah. But I remember you leaving for a bit and then at some point you came back and then you were like fucking Steve Vai all of a sudden. Oh, like fuck, just yeah, like, I, but you, I you were born here though, is that right? No, actually I was born in uh dude, I was born in San Bernardino at uh Kaiser. Not Kaiser, uh what's the main hospital in San Bernardino? Shit. Now I can't remember. But the funny thing is is so I was born Right across the street from where Randy Rhodes is buried. I was born a week after Randy Rhodes died, and he was buried like a few days before I was born. Like, literally, like right across the street. From so, you're, so, what are you saying? If one believes in reincarnation, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Randy Rhodes. That's why I don't get in planes. That's I was going to say this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, oh, I'm just joking. That was, that's a fucked up one. They scare me too. <laughs> no, you don't. Is that why you work on them? Yeah, I don't so want to. They scare you less. I, as people are leaving, I just keep my fingers crossed. And yeah. so what? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> when did you uh, end up in Kingman? How old were you? Uh, I was probably twelve or thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Right from on. California. Yeah, from uh, okay. yeah from uh, San Bernardino. Okay. Mm. Yeah, moved up. Super here. nice in San Bernardino. I heard. And then the, I, I love San Bernardino. I, that's my hometown. It's the it's the right kind of dirty. It, that, know, like, to me, it like, just feels like home. Yeah. 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 And it, you always have that certain familiarity. I mean, even though I lived, I only lived in Ohio for 10 years, I still, like, I was born there and I moved out here when I was uh, 16. And then, you know, brief stint in Tucson when I was a kid. But I'll always kind of identify that as kind of quote unquote home. Yeah. Even though I've been here for 20 years. But so um, then you were, then you were, uh, you were here for a while, then you went to New Jersey. Is that about Well, that I was here for a little bit and my mom. My stepdad uh, moved up to uh, Philadelphia because that's where he's from and uh, moved us up there. So stayed up there for about a year. Saw a bunch of good concerts, though. Saw, so I, I saw Yes. Imagine. I saw Yes. Oh, I got to man. actually meet Yes. I got to actually meet Yes. Really? Was, wow. Oh, dude, dude, it was fucking awesome. I've been a huge Yes fan like my whole life. So I can I can tell you a funny thing. Like uh, years ago, uh, let's see, I had first got high speed internet and a computer when I was like 20, 21, right? <laughs> it was bad. Um, and I'm like uh, going through and just downloading things. It's like it was, you know, like the golden age of Napster and, and like Audio Galaxy, Morpheus, Kazaa, shit like yeah. that, right? And I downloaded Yes is nine zero one two five. Dude, I so I couldn't good. figure out why I knew every single note and every single word Whoa. on that album because it's not something I ever listened to. Come to find out, my mom, I asked her about it. I'm like, what the fuck? Did I did you listen to a lot of Yes when I was a baby? And she's like, you listen to a lot of Yes. <laughs> she put the record player in my room and play 90125 and I would fall asleep to it and she just loved the album so then she would go in and flip it over and then just listen to it over and over again so it imprinted in my fucking brain so now oh, I'm, dude, it's, it's I'm a, a yes fan by it's, force. A, it's a great album too and actually oh, yeah. dude the, the funny story about that album is is uh what, how, oh yeah uh, was that after like Tormato uh John Anderson the lead singer left he left yes and uh Rick Wakeman left yes too the keyboard player and uh, so it was Steve Howe and Chris Squire and Alan White. And they were kind of like, well, what the hell do we do? So they were like, fuck it, we're going to record an album. So they went to the studio and right next door where they were recording at was uh, The Bungles that did Video Killed the Radio Star. Right. 
well, those guys were huge GS fans. And so they were like getting coffee or something. And Chris Squire was, Chris, yeah, Chris Squire was talking to him and he was like, you know, like, oh, we have no keyboard player. We have no singer. So they were like, fuck it. We'll be in the band. So they joined the band, did one album called uh, Drama. And if you like, yes, dude, Drama is like the baddest fucking yes album. It's like, it's so fucking good. And then after that album, they broke up and Chris Squire and uh, Alan White, the drummer, uh, decided that they were going to form another band. And they met Trevor Rabin, who is the lead singer and guitar player on uh, 90125. And so they recorded all these songs. And when they went to get like a, not like get a record deal, but the record companies were kind of like, oh, it's a new band. Like, you know, if you guys were yes, we would put it out. So they were like, fuck it. So they got John Anderson back in the band. So a lot of people were always like, oh, 90125 isn't a yes album. It's like, well, it, it wasn't supposed to be a yes album. It was a different album, but they had to get John Anderson back in the band. So they actually put the album out. And then, and then we all got to see that oh, yeah. or listen yeah. to that, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. That's a little, little history on yes. I in case anybody wants to know. That's a, a fucking compendium of just weird trivia. No, I, I have no idea what this is going to end up tonight. He's got so much knowledge. It, it's uh, good. Well, wait till we take a break and just get all cranked out on coffee. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. I can't wait mm. to get... Uh, yeah, I was going to ask... Coffee, though, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, it just sounds so predictable with my question here. But so when, when did you get interested in picking up a guitar and going, I want to play? Well, when I picked up the guitar... Um, my, my, my uncle and my cousins, they all had like acoustic guitars and I would always like screw around with them. And, uh, when I lived in Fontana, my next door neighbor who, uh, I used to, him and his brother, I used to hang out with them. They have a race car track there. Don't be Fontana. Oh yeah. Yeah. They have a very famous, yeah. just saying, I, what's it called? I think it's the Fontana, Fontana, Fontana. California, yeah, Fontana. 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 Yeah. But, um, no, coincidentally, uh, it's the same, <laughs> Jesus but, uh, no, his, his brothers, well, cause this was like in fucking 80 fucking six or something but uh, his brothers were all like into the cure and so they had a band and they would always practice out in the backyard so i'd always watch them be like like that's so cool i always you know one day i'm going to be in a band and when i actually moved to uh kingman my mom started dating uh her uh husband now and he's like a guitar god in kingman and he came over and was like oh you know he had his strat and i was like oh fuck yeah so um he was playing at uh, the Sundowner back in the early, early 90s. The old the old Sundowner. Yeah, the old Sundowner. Which is still the same yeah, place still, as the new still Sundowner. Still circle yeah. that's coming around. Yeah, it is full circle, yeah. It's but, um, life. I wonder how many fucking fights there's been since it's been open. <laughs> how many ODs? Yeah, well, I mean, how many ODs? Man, the, sun, the Sundowner back in the day is like the double deuce in uh, oh. before Patrick Swayze showed up. Well, the, the crazy terrible. thing is, though, is back in the day, man, like... The Long Branch and the Sundowner, like those places, used to get packed. Like, you know, oh, and people, the, people, like right next to each crammed other. Crammed in. Oh, Paul's only been here since 2007, so he doesn't know the Long Branch. The Long oh, Branch yeah. is now a doctor's office, yeah. right? It's at the corner of uh, Airway, Harrison, and Willow. You know, where Harrison oh, yeah, turns yeah, into yeah. Willow. There's, uh, and there's some newer doctor's offices or something. There's there a doctor that that doctor's office used to be a bar. It used to be a real hillbilly shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Like eyeballs on the floor kind of place. Yeah, I yeah. delivered. I, I was never old enough. Like it shut down right as I was turning 21, so I never got to go there uh, as a patron. But I used to deliver pizza when I was like 19, 20. I used to have to deliver pizza there. And I'm wa- just walking in. I thought somebody was going to try and beat my ass it, and take. Is it oh, the yeah. same building though? Because there's new construction for some doctor's offices or something. It looked they new didn't right tear there. The, they didn't tear the whole building down, but they remodeled it. Okay. It's, yeah, it's that, like, that, that building was kind of almost condemned anyway. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. And then Dr. Manet's office out there at uh, 
air or uh, not airway uh, 66 right across from Kmart that was the old bowling alley that oh, was, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was a strip club it was too. a strip club yeah it yeah. was briefly the strip club okay looks like anyway, a bowling alley anyway but, uh, no no so uh, my stepdad used to play like Friday Saturday and Sunday and my mom ended up bringing me in on like a Sunday and I saw him play and I was like instantly I was like that's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life is I'm going to play music so when I hit like 15 they bought me a guitar and my life's been shit ever since. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> Dealing with assholes. Oh man, yelling at you and that kind of thing. So that's that. I didn't know. I had no idea the history of that. And that's what I wanted to ask you. Oh yeah, yeah. A predictable question. We had to get it out of the way. It's incredibly predictable. Very yeah. morning morning drive time. It is. Yeah, yeah, morning morning drive time. Oh, by the way, the traffic it's, report uh, now in Kingman. Eighty-one degrees and uh, <laughs> half past the hour. Eye in the sky. Uh, traffic report. Oh, uh, back to you, Gaines. Uh, <laughs> how are things looking up there on Stockton Hill Road? <laughs> Uh, they're all right now, but they're pretty bad earlier. That's it. Back to you, Joe. <laughs> I feel like we should do a morning drive. I, oh, that's a good hell. fucking idea. We should do a morning drive time show. Dude, it would be better than Lucky 98. God. I don't even... I, I, are, isn't that the... Are they the canned... They're like they're do they even they're not locals. It's like a, it's well, like it's piped a, in or something like well, that. Well, I think it's it's from Bullhead. Oh, is it? All I know is Star. And, I mean, I hope I don't know anything, but Star and Lucky. Oh, I can't stand that. No, they're terrible. Oh gosh, I, it's a horrible I, radio station. I work nights and we listen night like ninety eight FM. Lucky ninety eight FM is the only one that that we can get. The room I work in, we, we deal with a lot of radio equipment, so there's tons of interference. So sometimes I don't even get text messages on my phone. Yeah. So the only station that comes in is Lucky 98. So it's fine all from like 7 p.m. all throughout the night. And in fact, you hear some weird obscure shit. Like you have that midnight DJ guy who's yeah. just like, I'm going to fucking play B-sides of the B-side. <laughs> and Which is kind of cool. Yeah, sure. yeah. Classic rock station, you don't really hear Oingo Boingo very often. And they fucking, that, that dude must love, what is it, uh, Danny Elfman? Yeah. Yeah, and it just anyway, but then at fucking five a.m. Hey, good morning, star. Lucky night, mother. Fucking silence, sweet home, so, Alabama. So we could yeah, do a morning, like, we could do a morning drive show and just make everything up. We could record like fifty of them and yeah. then just make it available online so people can right. stream it and it'll be the same shit. Right. Stockton Hills jammed up for an hour. You can make hour. up accidents on this intersection and there was, you know, just... Little Johnny had an... We didn't have any... <laughs> I was just thinking about some kid had an accident. Oh, man, is the kid okay? Oh, yeah, once he changes the diaper, he'll be just fine. But he had an accident in the car seat. Like, it's... it's there's no, nothing yeah. fucking interesting happens here in traffic. Right. Sometimes. And when the when the bikers are here, that, that shit's kind of funny. Yeah. So, it's yeah. not it's not funny when somebody gets hurt it is it's funny like i saw a, an old lady get arrested the other day are you serious yeah oh. yeah mike and i mike him and we're I don't did know, she, she had meth on her uh, what, was she no, like 35 and well, she just looked like an old lady we were, <laughs> i didn't get close enough to check the rings on it or anything but she, uh, she was right in front of the hospital and we were backed way the fuck up way back before uh like right around airway and travis was moving real slow and we're jammed up in traffic so as we're cruising by, I see cops escorting this granny who's kind of staggering a little bit. And this is at like fucking 930 in the morning. She's staggering and she's got cuffs in front of her because presumably she's not a flight risk because <laughs> she's a thousand. And you see like her walking past her truck. And I was like, man, I wonder if she's, is she hurt? Are they taking her to an ambulance? No, they fucking tossed her ass in the backseat of the, the uh, cruiser. Did they beat her? They didn't beat her. Well, I she, think she's, she's not a, black, right? She's, right. White, so. <laughs> yeah. she's she's already beaten by life. Like that's <laughs> oh, that's even more fucked up. <laughs> right? 
So we get past her her old shitty pickup truck, and right in front of it is this beautiful Harley that had like barely any damage, but it was laying on the ground. And then you saw this like younger couple that were just kind of standing there, like fucking pissed. Oh yeah, I'm I'm thinking she was either drunk or she was high on pills or something like that, and she just fucking rear-ended these people. The odds are now you're high on pills. Uh, Legal? No, I mean, oh, that's yeah. what it is. Way more people are abusing yeah. prescription uh, prescription drugs. Just like you are now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, know. man. Fuck, I did a bump of Percocet. Gross. <laughs> crushing anyway. Zanny bars. Crushing Zanny bars. Crushing Zanny bars. Man, the amount of people. Roll my, roll my cigarette up with them. Is that a thing? I don't know. I know a lot of people, uh, I think, putting like Zanny bars and like smoking bowls and Zanny bars or something. I don't know. Jesus Christ. I, I just spend more money yeah, on I don't, pot, I don't, man. I don't get it. It's yeah, like the, the pot isn't strong enough as it is. And you're not supposed to smoke pills, I, I know. Like I'm oh, fairly certain. Or, and, and it's like, you know, now everybody's dabbing, so it's like, you need Zanny bars, man? Shit. Back in my day. <laughs> back in my day. <laughs> we didn't have dab. We had opium dens yeah. that we had. Back in my day, we just had good old heroin. <laughs> and we liked it because it made you skinny. <laughs> Diet 27. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a little more bio information out here. So. <laughs> I got to get, finish this out a little bit. Do so, it. All right, so you got the guitar. You were What What did you? Uh, what was your first band experience that you got involved with? Oh, I can't wait to hear about this. Yeah. First uh, first band experience. So I, so I got a guitar. It was, was like, wasn't here in Kingman again. That was here. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was here. Uh, you know, like all self-taught and stuff. Um See, first band experience. Actually, I played in the jazz band, and with Chief. Yeah, yeah. And the bad part was, is I remember playing the jazz band, and we were doing twenty five or six to four by Chicago. It's called the jazz band. The band. Yeah, the well, it was the King of High band. School jazz yeah, band. Jazz oh, band. oh, yeah, we were yeah, uh, never we mind. were doing twenty five or six to four, and I mean, I've heard that song a thousand times, so I, I know how to play it. And they're like. You know, oh, we're 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 playing this key, and I'm like, but it's originally in this key. And, oh, well, we're gonna do it in this key. So, I ended up not playing guitar and I ended up playing bass. So that was kind of like my first. Was it that old uh, Fender Jazzmaster? Yeah, 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 Sunburst. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I also Dude, played on the cable, that bass. The cable I had was literally like maybe like <laughs> oh my maybe god, like, maybe <laughs> like six inches, <laughs> and I had to like sit next to the bass right amp by. and like mm-hmm. plug in. Oh, it was horrible. a jump. It was a jumper too. It wasn't because I, I know which one you're talking about. I yeah. ended up buying a cable, or I think maybe my dad bought one when I complained about it a couple years later when I played. Because I played in the jazz band my senior year, so okay. senior year for a semester. And play the same bass because I'm like, well, I don't really, I'm not going to learn. I refuse to learn bass clef because fuck that. Yeah. I've been playing treble clef my entire life. I'm not going to try when I'm 17. Yeah. And uh, and I remember telling my dad about the short cable because I think maybe by then I had like a three foot cable, but I'm a fucking big guy. I need yeah. room to breathe. Yeah. So my dad bought some ridiculous fucking cable from Brandon <laughs> at the House of Is Sounds. Re- resoldered and stuff. <laughs> I'm sure was, Q was had Q done, there. Yeah, I'm sure Q had done something with this cable because it was not brand new. Anyhow, Zip sorry, you together. were jazz band. <laughs> jazz bands. No, no. So yeah, I played jazz band, and then uh, I really actually didn't kind of form a band until I moved from Philadelphia back to Kingman, and then I kind of. And how old are you when you came back to Kingman? Uh, I was 17, almost 18. So okay. started jamming with a. Uh, is it Mason Reardon and yeah. Dave McKinnon mm-hmm. and uh, Trev Horta? Trev Horta was in the band for like a day, and I guess the the band wasn't working out like how he wanted it, so he got all pissed off and picked up his shit. And he's like, he's "I like, quit the band. I'm and, start my own band." Yeah. And I was like, "I didn't even know we were even a band. I thought we were just screwing around." <laughs> and I feel like right. that, was, that the the band that he left, and I don't know if he formed it, but it was uh, was at uh, Project Pablo. Yeah, which I found a have their little demo or like little EP. So I, 
found it digging through some shit in my garage. I'm like, ah. Recently? Yeah, like maybe two months ago, three months ago. I was like, holy shit. So I hit up uh, um, Travis. Okay, yeah. Travis. Travis. He was a singer in that band. Anyway, so did you ever get to perform at the House of Sound when it was open? Actually, uh, I did perform at the House of Sound uh, because, well, actually, I can't really say the first band because I was in jazz band when I was in Kingman. But then I was. I mean, this House of Sound is now what's the trying to turn into theater, right? The, the, the yeah, the Beale Street Theater. Right. Yeah. Dude, there's a, there's a lot of history about that place. There was a there's been a lot of killer bands that have played there. A lot. A lot. The one that always impresses the shit out of Porsche, which uh, fuck you, Jeremiah, is Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy played there. Maybe a month before it closed down. Saying Jeremiah I does not like Fallout Boy. Fallout, he makes fun of me for liking Fallout Boy, <laughs> and then the fact that I talk about the fact that I played in Kingman is that he's like, "That's that's not a thing. That's not a good thing. That's not something you use to brag about Kingman." <laughs> do you do you know that Refused played there on the Shape of Punk to Come tour? Yeah, that's so fucking it, crazy. Uh, there's there uh, skeletons. Um, God damn it! Uh, it. it um, Guttermouth. Yeah, yeah. But there's who's the band? Not the Aquabats. The uh, the Codename Rocky. Well, yeah, Codename Rocky. Rocky played there. That was cool. Do you remember Pimp? Yeah, I remember. I Pimp. fucking love those guys. I still can't find any recordings. Dude, of I think uh, I they have like three songs of theirs. I have I have the CD. I tried to buff it, and now none of it will play because I had like three songs that wouldn't play. So I tried to buff the CD. Yeah, and it still won't play. Huh. I can't find it on anything. Like they were on uh, the same. Label that Assorted Jelly Beans was on, which is now like fucking Kung Fu? defunct. They, yeah, it was on Kung Fu. It was like an imprint of Kung Fu okay. that is now defunct. And it's, I can't fucking buy the CD or anything. It's, uh, but that sucks. I, it pisses me off because I have, I have a bunch of shit like that that just got stowed like for 15 years. Yeah. Like I still have my Cooler Than Your Mom <laughs> sampler that they gave out to, to with the KHS. Like Dude, my oh, yeah. senior year. Remember Dude, that? Uh, when yeah, when uh, RX fucking Bandits, RX Bandits played. They're so called that. pharmaceutical bandits, right? It was yeah. Then. Uh, Holden Caulfield, yeah, Holden Caulfield, yeah, and UOB, and then I feel like somebody else. Yeah, there. actually, I was. It was uh, Clark Clark Allis. He was Clark, in a band. He yeah. was in a band, and it was uh, him and uh, shit, Jake Chavez. I can't remember the drummer's name, but they played and they were horrible. I remember that. It wasn't. I was actually in that band, but I quit the band because they sucked. Pre Save a Tree, Eat a Beaver. Like, yeah, was, 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 yeah, was, was, was that that same band? No, no, it was, it was pre. It was before then. Slow Children at play or something some i know that's one of their songs i can't remember if they i know they changed the name of the band but anyway yeah no i know exactly what you're talking about that was my senior year and i shit fucking cracks me yeah, up that was, so a, the, that was a good some, show though it was a great show great show it's gonna stroll down memory lane here and hold you both, both of y'all's hands <laughs> while we're walking oh, <laughs> no, that's, that's fine i appreciate this no it's uh it's cool and then how how long was it open as the what what was the official name of the when it was back then, the, the it was called the House of Sound. House of Sound. How House long Sound. was it open as a music venue for <sighs> maybe two years? Yeah, about that's two, it. Years. two years was pushing it. Yeah, Dude, there, I mean, like a lot of great bands, like uh, Testament played there. Yep. Um, uh, uh, what was the, what was the, the the band Jason Newstead's bands uh, um, from Phoenix? Uh, uh, Flotsam and Jetsam. Yeah, Flotsam and Jetsam played there. Okay, uh, so is the deal? A lot of bands would go back and forth between Vegas and Phoenix, and they would stop in Kingman and spend the night and play. I, and I think that, that was worked. Yeah. yeah, I think that was part of it. Um, Oh, we forgot one of the bigger ones, um, D.D. Ramone. Yeah, D.D. Ramone. D.D. Ramone, yeah, he was kind of a bitch. Like, I got to, because like, I kind of, I had like, like, strung out too or something? Uh, strung out, definitely play their Tilt. Oh, yeah, uh, Tilt. Link 80. Yeah, Link 80. Link 80 was another yeah. one, I was like. All right, so how did this work? How did, who promoted this to get all these bands that were that good to come? How did it, back then, before it, social it, network and all this kind of stuff? 
it was kind of just calling up uh, promoters. Yeah, I think I think much. it was still done mostly through promoters. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then the guy that owned the place knew people, kinda. And I I have a feeling that some of it had to do with like local kids, because you have to understand like Chris and I were in high school when it opened up. Yeah. Right? And most of the bands that played there that were locals were all high school people. Yeah. Like, I don't even think there was a scene over the age of, like, fucking 20. Yeah. Uh, which is probably one of the reasons why... It's not one of the reasons. Say, the reason it fucking shut down is because Brandon wanted to book bands that he wanted to listen to rather than what his market yeah, wanted to listen yeah. to. It, it's, it, it, it came it was, of it was, a personal thing for him to yeah. venue for him. Yeah. He, remember, I mean, I'm sure you remember yeah, he Chris. Would, dude, he, he, would, he would book bands that, like... Nobody gave a fuck about Yeah, it. and... Just kind of like, well, you know, like, why would you book that band? And and you gotta think about like when we were in high school and like or later when we were like kind of graduating when all this stuff was going on. Like, there was a lot of bands you could have got like AFI back in the day easily. AFI, AFI could have would have played Kingman easily. AFI is a band now that, um, I mean, even No Effects, dude. No Effects would have played Kingman. They would have definitely played Kingman. It, it would have cost charged some twenty money. bucks a ticket. I mean, kids exactly. would have paid. 20 he was bucks. already paying for charging twelve to fifteen, yeah. so he could have done it. It really just came down to um, just poor business practices, and uh, I don't know. And then part of it also, there he had he didn't have crowd control done very well. Yeah. I know that was a big complaint with the the, the cops would complain about uh, all the kids, the underage kids standing out front on the sidewalk smoking. Yeah, uh, constantly walking out into traffic to go over to Circle K. Circle K got pissed off because people were going over there and just lifting shit off the shelves and running out. Yeah, yeah. What Was there anything else downtown really going on at night? Like, and now you know, it's getting shit, better and better. Drugs. Was there anything else? The there Sportsman's were, probably. That's about it. I, and I, none of us oh, were Maybe the enough. Kingman Club. Yeah, yeah, the Kingman Club was still open okay. there. But, the, but none of us were old enough to go there. I mean, sure. mo- most of the people in that scene were aged like... I don't know. What's, uh, what, uh, what's uh, Nick Turner's little brother's name? Is it Chris? Chris. Yeah. yeah. He, it was I mean, probably he, about like his like, his age. They were like at least 11, twelve or thirteen. 12. Yeah, to like 20. 18, 19, 20. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like there was not. We always had the older people buying us beer. And stuff. I I I did not partake yeah. in that. I no. was uh, drinking. No, no, uh, no. Water. You don't really drink. Anyway. I was. I was. I really don't drink. I guzzle. <laughs> Actually, I don't remember ever getting fucked up before those shows because that's when I started my rule of of not getting uh, intoxicated before a show. So you can actually remember. So I can show. actually remember it. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't. I don't know. I don't like being. That I liked being out of control in a huge fucking crowd. Yeah, not yeah. that that was a huge crowd, but but yeah, there was man. There's so many cool fucking bands that came through. Oh yeah, that I wish I still had some of my like the set list that I that I um, that I saved and, and just shit like that. Dude, uh, one one of the coolest shows I saw was uh, a band called Planet X, and then uh, the band it was uh, Virgil Donati on drums who played at the time with uh, Steve Vai, and dude, the guy is just gnarly fucking drummer. Um, Tony McAlpine, who's fucking god on guitar who also played with Vai, uh Derek Sherinian who uh, played with Dream Theater and he's played with you know millions of or not really millions but a bunch of huge people and I can't remember the bass player but he used to play with uh, Chikoria and dude I swear to god like that whole show when the show was done I was just like oh like what the fuck just happened like that was the most amazing and shit you didn't have to travel more than like 15-20 minutes from oh, yeah. where you and lived dude, to go see like, it there was only like Five people in there. That's another Dude, one of those so shows. So good, so were, good. Were they mainly on? I assume on the weekends, Friday and Saturday, kind of thing, or is it for the most part? Yeah, yeah. I think one of the Guttermouth shows, which was Guttermouth. I know. I'm assuming you've not heard of Guttermouth. No. They're they could still command a pretty decent sized audience just for the shit show that they put forth. Oh, those yeah. guys are in their fucking fifties now, and they oh, yeah. still like they were kicked out of Canada for a few years because they're so just blatantly fucking offensive. They don't give a shit. Oh no! Okay. But they always have. They have good jams. 
And he's like a monkey was a great album too, dude. And Terry Nakamoto. So live from the pharmacy is still yeah, one of the live best the live albums that I've ever heard in my so entire life. Good. Still, it's right up there with uh, like I heard they suck live. Like it's still there's it's still just that good. But those bands like when like Guttermouth would play, you he'd sell the place, he'd oversell the place oh, yeah. by yeah. two three hundred tickets. Oh, yeah. And in a place that only is supposed to have five hundred people, you're pushing a thousand, and it was. Jesus, it was getting yeah, it was getting a little little out of hand. I, plus, I plus that last. place was like pretty much already ran down anyways, man. Yeah, it was yeah, it was bad. You get too many people in there stomping around, and you're afraid that the fucking yeah. roof would collapse. Oh yeah, like, it was pretty bad. Yeah, it was bad. So it, after after it shut, I, I don't want to get off that topic because I, it's very fascinating. But after they shut it down, did it uh, did is that one became the antique place? It was kind of the antique place beforehand because it wasn't a, uh, wasn't a Brandon's dad that yeah, had the Brandon's antique dad, place. Uh, owned it. And then bought it, set, or, okay. or let his son use it as a concert venue, and then he ran that into the ground, and dad, went back, and dad to, went back to antiques. Okay. It was a shame to go in there, so I went in there maybe seven or eight years after it closed down. Uh, I was looking for a dresser or a desk or some shit, and I'm walking around, and you see all those memories, you know, kind of flooding back. Like, I could I could just kind of close my eyes or, you know, or kind of, like, look around in the, in a daze, and I could remember just, like, oh, D.D. Ramon's up there doing coke. He's yeah. dead now. Like, <laughs> this fucking band is not together anymore. You know, uh, it, it just, it kind of sucked to, to see... Yeah. what it became yeah. but I'm really glad that somebody's purchased it and is going to well, do something are, are, yeah, with it yeah they're supposed to like rebuild it or do something like that or? they are I, I'm a little worried about it. it's going to take a tremendous amount of money and I don't know what's going on with the fundraising efforts but from what I can tell it just seems that they're going to have to get way ahead of the curve see I I, I mean it, it poked my head in there last week and it's it, it um, it's the bad shit is torn out of there. It's it? uh, okay. starting to get painted, and, and it's really it's oh, coming it back. So they, oh, yeah. So they gutted it all out? And... They didn't gut everything. Like They kept the box office. They were able to... Um, they were afraid they were going to have to get rid of the projection booth, which is where the green room was. Yeah, upstairs. yeah. That was... Uh, Even, dude, those stairs are so scary sketchy. to go up. Sketchy. <laughs> so sketchy. Shit. Yeah. And... Ima- okay, I'm, I'm, a, I've I'm always get been tetanus. Imagine Stepping you, on this like, thing. But you were you're, you're like a small guy. And even smaller back then, a big guy walking up those steps, I was afraid to fucking go up there. Oh, yeah. I didn't want to hang out. I, did, I didn't want to go up there just being tiny. I'm like, oh, this thing's going to fall through. I'm going to die. It was, I'm going to step on a syringe or something. It was so, so cool. I'm going to anyway. go check it out. They are actually working. There is progress being made. Oh, shit. Saying. Yeah. No, there's okay, people good. working on it all the time. I no, stand corrected. No, I, I have all the faith in the world that they're going to make that happen. And okay. it might just take a little longer than anybody anticipated, but it's going to happen. Okay. And they're doing fundraisers. Shit, they're doing like two or three a month, it seems like. Okay. So, yeah, no, it'll happen. I was uh, and I'm thinking stoked. That, I was thinking they should have a like a GoFundMe site or something like that. They should because there are a lot of artsy fartsy people with money around the world who would not mind. Oh, yeah, it's like a tax, money it's like a, a tax a, write off, too. Yeah, and yeah. a Route 66 theater. I mean, they would you just, you, you know, couch it that way. Absolutely. Like that way. People well, go, and then, like uh, Chris said, it'd be a tax write off because they're a sure. 501c3. They got their nonprofit status yep. last year. So, yep. that's uh, that. Fuck, that would be man. You start the right kind of campaign, the right people, and you can get a few big uh, angels to come in. And well, then I talked to one of the ladies that is uh, kind of in charge of it at the Downtown Merchants Association meeting last year, and I asked her. I was like, "Listen, I know that you're, you know, religious, and and like, how conservative are you going to be with these arts?" And she's like, "Not at all. Like, I can't. I I can't. We're here to make I, money. Not, what? No, not that <laughs> shit. She's like, arts, arts, art. It doesn't matter if somebody finds it offensive, or I personally don't agree with it. It doesn't matter. And I was like, so. Like if somebody were to acquire a copy of the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and she's like, "Oh yeah, no, that's already in the works." And I was like, "Holy oh, shit, that yeah. blew!" That, so that would be so much if fun. If you do Rocky Horror Picture Show there, then I'm pretty sure basically anything else is going to go. So then I was thinking, well, what about uh, what about music? And she's like, "I we're going to have a stage, we're going to have a full sound system, so I'm pretty sure we're going to have 
local see, bands invite them to play and stuff which is see that that's cool man i just I, I i i love how downtown is like like revitalized or i, I suck it, at, i suck at big words so revitalized in, in the process yeah. of being revitalized it, it just gets better and better every yeah. it seems like every month something yeah. cool yeah something more cool is happening and it's kind of reached the yeah i remember a handful of years ago it was just like four key places that were down there and to me it was like it was on the edge it was like okay are people gonna start bailing if someone decides to close their business down is it gonna make it or not and i think it's beyond the critical it, mass now it's just it's, it's obvious exactly and yeah. no if we get uh little few little minor improvements need to happen you know um I think there's some some folks need to have more pride in their property. Yes, uh, absolutely. You know, cleaning up and and whatnot, and it's and the city, of course, now is having their their uh, their um, revitalization. What's what's the thing? The town hall, thing town hall meetings, yeah, for which, some of the common city spaces, and it'll be people that I speak to. And Tim's, I think, behind this now. Tim Schroeder mentioned about he would be all, absolutely for closing down, having it be a people piazza. For several blocks, yeah, just like total walking space, like be walking between. Space. I think it was saying between second and fifth. Yeah, between second and fifth would all just be closed down to foot traffic. Yeah, basically, oh. you yeah, want nice to park. wide cafe, like tables all around. And, yeah, you know, just total walking. That would be that'd be awesome. So yeah. fucking cool. Yeah, and it's what it's. I mean, and I know, like you know, Paul, you you've been here ten years now, almost six, seven, two thousand seven. No, oh, huh. Is that how the calendars work? Jesus Christ. Well, so there's so are 2017. <laughs> were you on metric time or something? Minus 2007 <laughs> equals 10 and that's him. I think I started building this place. And, uh, you're right. It's been 10 years. Jesus fucking Christ. I got to lay off the peyote. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we watched, I didn't realize we watched I, that last night. I, was, I didn't realize you had any what, peyote. All right. <laughs> what, I ain't coming what, home tonight. Peyote podcast. What the fuck did we watch last night? Oh, uh, Talladega, Talladega Nights. <laughs> We've got the projector and projecting on the back of the hangar door. Uh, that movie's so good. Yeah. God, it, that movie's so good. It, I fucking died laughing. And I almost watched it again today because Portia never seen it. And she's sick. She's hanging out at my house. And she's like, yeah, we should. I wanted to watch Garden State because I'm a sappy bastard like that. Yeah. And she's like, can we watch a comedy? I'm like, all right. So, so you put in Schindler's List. We, yes, we watched oh, Schindler's God, List. In, dude, in, that's in, so bad. In reverse. In reverse. No, that's terrible. <laughs> but I toyed with the idea of Talladega Nights, and I'm trying to... It, it, even though she's 16, almost 17, and goes to public schools, I still run through my mind in a movie I'm going to show her because I've regretted it a few times because I forget how many movies I've seen on like TNT or TBS. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, that movie's perfectly fine to watch. And then you watch it like, oh, no, there's definitely a rape scene in there or something oh, yeah. like that. And you're like, sure. fuck. Yeah, don't, 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 want, don't show them that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And Portia's like, I need to watch Pulp Fiction sometime. I'm like, you can fucking watch that on your own, chief. <laughs> so so ten, anyway. we'll 10 years ago. Okay, so you've ten now years corrected ago. me. I've been here Sorry, 10 years you've been here ago. 10 years. And what was your point? I don't even remember. Uh, something about downtown. Yeah, we were talking uh, about downtown. Years, how long right? has it been since... I don't even remember where I was going to go with that because uh, you cafe walking, yeah, uh, cafe walking in the down. The I'm just I'm just stoked here. that downtown is actually like lively yeah. up or lively it again. It's know? it's it it's amazing. Uh, and I always tell people, if you would have talked to me like even ten years ago, somebody would have told me, oh yeah, downtown Kingman uh, is going to have a yoga studio uh, and uh, pizza art, place, uh, pizza place, brewery. I probably would have laughed hysterically. Yeah. Yeah. At you. And not only like it just it just kind of blows my mind. It's kinda of like well, when I first heard about the smoothie. Remember when the smoothie place was open over on Airway where Natural Planet is? Yeah, yeah. I, it blew my mind. They're like, they're gonna open up a fucking smoothie place in this town? Yeah. Like unless it's blended French fries, I'm pretty sure nobody's gonna <laughs> and, fucking and, buy it. But it thrived for like five or six years. The, the weirdest thing I've like I found about like just being a musician is like, dude, 
Kingman, like the people of Kingman, it's it's so hard for fucking people to get behind anything, you know? It is. I've really I've realized that it's just like you you could have something so good, like you know, all we need is you know some type some type of support to it, and just Kingman people just do not want to fucking. It's do, it's really and, that, and it, it's killed the, like the it's like like the local music scene. It's just it's killed the local music scene. It, it, I, in I know my opinion, saying, it's killed it, the local music scene. It, I know. What I feel saying. like Chris Lay is single handedly killing the music scene. I, I, I probably, I'm trying <laughs> to. I'm trying to. <laughs> it's um. I know what he means. A certain thing. I don't know. It's not a. Is it a personality of independence that everybody is so fiercely independent in this town, or is it? I, I think. I think it's a lot of negativity because there's a lot of folks in this town that have seen things come and go, and they just want to shit on. A good idea, or, or like, or a new idea. I think it's the new ideas that keep yeah. it so much a good idea, and they're going, "Well, that's never going to happen. That's never going to work." And people still because say there's that. history there, and right, and, there's and right, people that still, I guess, in, rightly so, right? There's a history there. Of, there is of, a hi- there is a history there, but I mean, yes, remember the past, but look fucking forward. Like, yeah. you, know, you know, it's when there's there was a ton of people in this town got super excited when Chili's opened up, and I just kind of remember rolling <laughs> oh, my eyes. Boy. I remember when uh, what's it called when they were building it and it. What was it like? A giant storm came through and just knocked all the building over, and they yep. had to rebuild it again. People were like, "Oh yeah, the the Kingman Daily Miner reported on that. They said something like, oh, uh, windstorm delays uh, opening of Chili's three months or something like that.'" And people were like, "No, <laughs> I need my Presidente. <laughs> oh, my yeah, I'll teach God. you how to make a fucking Presidente. It's not yeah. that goddamn difficult." Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I feel like that there's a history of. Uh, not so much failures, but just people shitting on and being negative in general. Yeah. But here, here, and I don't know what, where it comes from. This is a problem that one of the other local political groups that I attend on a semi-regular basis was talking about, and it's still prevalent. And maybe Chris can confirm this: that there are so many people that you talk to now that still don't know there's really an active downtown. They still don't know there's a brewery, and they haven't even heard of a pizza place downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah there this, is, this is on. So the question is, who are these people? Obviously, they're not in the right rings of. But but if they knew, and some of these people actually do like beer and pizza, I've okay. I can explain some of that because I've I've, I've talked to people. I've asked them like, why do you? But it's common. Why are you going? Why do you not like? Why not come downtown? Da, 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 da. Well, you know, like it used to be, and I was I was part of that same group uh, when it was just the wine bar, yeah. you know, da- going on down wine bar and sporties, yeah, downtown. I didn't go down there because I don't drink wine and I didn't know anything about craft beer at the time. Yeah. I, I didn't know. And I felt like I was kind of outclassed. It was like when I first moved to Wallach Ranch, I felt like this is fucking way too nice of a neighborhood for me. Actually, actually, I was going to bring you guys like a six pack of like Miller High Life. So. Oh, yeah. I've been just great. to trash it up just, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like retro. We can go back. Yeah, yeah go a little yeah. back Dude, in time. It's a champagne of beers. I brought some craft beer, guys. Miller High Life. <laughs> It's the Sorry, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I used no. To, no, I used to drink the fuck out of some High Life, though. Like, and I probably still would if somebody handed me one. Miller Lite, my roommate in college. Uh, hey, 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 hey. I love Miller, Miller Lite. Lite. I drink Miller Lite right, a lot. Just saying. I'm not going to shit on Miller Lite. I mean, I, I shit on the companies that own them, but the yeah. beer itself, it's like it's part of my own personal history. Yeah. And I can tell you right now, if I were to actually crack open it, which I'm not, I don't know how long it's been since I've had a Miller Lite, but if I were to taste it right now, I'm sure it would just go... It would all yeah, come back. College. Let's see what kind of bad decisions we can make tonight. Yeah, War Eagle. <laughs> War Eagle, Mike. Yeah, that's fucking all you Auburn fans out there. Uh, anyway, uh, those people, they kind of, I've talked to people that have honestly, they, and this is probably five or six people that have said this. I invite them out. Why don't you come downtown or why, why, why do you go to the, why are you going to the, the bowling alley? Like, yeah, why, fuck, why do you, uh, God, like fuck. you're fucking over the age of 25 and don't want to fight people? Yeah, don't go yeah, to the bowling alley yeah. on Thursday or Friday night. Like, well, it's the only bar near me. And I'm like, 
near you, near you. Oh, yes. near you. How far? You have an automobile, right? Yeah, you an automobile, or, or you know, take a, or take, take a cab. Cab. I mean, they got Uber. Uber. Now. It's Uber. not that fucking expensive, right? right? And uh, so they use use kind of like, well, it's not really my scene. What is your? What do you mean your scene? Yeah. Well, do you want to do adios, motherfuckers, until you throw up in yeah, the bathroom? Yeah. Is that is that the deal, or do you are you a grown up? Yeah, and and that's not to say that people don't get loaded at the uh, sporties or the brewery or the wine bar or or House of Hops or or, or fuck the pizza place that has a liquor license. Oh, like, I, I didn't yeah. even know that until recently. What? Oh my God, it's a full bar oh, the, here. The Floyd's has a yeah. The thing. First night from the, I said tequila shots for everybody. Let's oh, Christ, <laughs> let's, let's it's fucking scary. Oh, Paul found out about a new liquor license. <laughs> tequila shots for everybody. No, scary. I, actually, actually, I mean, I. I I really fucking enjoy going downtown because it's, it's, it's just, just just the overall atmosphere. You know, it's 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 like you're saying with like uh, the bowling alley, man. It's like, man, I I just I like even when I'm going to bowl, like just walking to that bar, I'm just like, ah, oh, just fucking I hate going to this bar. Just give me my beer, let me get the fuck out. You know, and, like, and you know. know it has its place. Like I remember when I kind of got over going there on like say Thursdays, Friday nights. Just because I'm like, well, I don't want to. I don't. I'm a big guy, so I'm a fucking big target. Yeah, and it's almost like since then. If I go there after dark, I'm either helping, like talking to someone, talking to someone out of trying to beat up my friend, yeah, or trying to talk my way out of a fight. And I'm not an aggressive individual; like I'm not in there picking a fight. Well, the beard makes you look manly. That so. appa- apparently that's it, but it yeah. makes it an even bigger target. They just see you and you're like, "Hey, man, your beard's talking shit." Man. Like, yeah, fuck? well, he does that. Okay, he's got a shit, mind man. Own. Sorry, you want to fight my? He's beard? a little racist every now and then, man. <laughs> Sorry, don't mean anything by it. It's fine. Like, I got, I have friends that are black. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, get over here, boy. <laughs> it you, it still has its place. And even after I stopped going there, like on Thursday and Friday nights, I would still go there on uh, on Sunday afternoons and play play trivia like the buzz time trivia and yeah. drink a few pitchers of beer get a pizza because it was fun yeah and then I discovered like the kind of downtown scene which I'm like all right this is cool like I, I instead of getting drunk and trying to like like keeping my friends from throwing up in a bathroom or watching out for my female friends getting dosed with a some sort of Mickey or some shit. Yeah. Then I can hang out and actually have a conversation with somebody over a few glasses of wine. I think it's part of growing up and it makes you sound like a fucking snob, but if it does, then fine. So fucking be it. No, you're a snob. And it's It's cool. I'm I'm okay being a snob. Like it's (laughs) taken me a while. I was just talking to a friend of mine today about that. I've worked to become a snob. No shit. I earned this shit. I earned fucking being a snob. But there's also something fun about learning about beer and shit like that. Yeah. It's or I'm not really, I'm more into beer than wine, but, but there's no reason not to go to the brewery and you can, Figure out and learn and talk to you on Saturdays because you brew beer also. If Tim yeah. is there and a few other people hang out, it's it's really it's okay to learn a little bit about what you're consuming instead of drinking uh, your fifteenth, you know, Jaeger and uh, Red Bull, Ugh. yeah, and then getting I, I into a fight with your girlfriend. Shit. Yeah, right. Oh gosh, but and that's not to say you can't just go downtown and get, I mean get lit up because oh yeah, uh, I've seen me do it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I blacked out a few times on that holy water. Oh man! Oh, God, that holy water is I'm so, so good. I'm so glad that I don't like that beer oh, because man. that that beer is fucking dangerous, dude. Do you remember holy water? No. Oh, holy water, dude. It's basically wicked poison, but with uh, with like a, a Belgian kind of twist to it. Oh, dude, it was so good. So we uh, is he bringing it back? Oh, oh, he's he, brought he, it back here and there. No, I, I already told oh. Lee. I told Lee. I'm like, do not give me that shit. Like, if I if I ask for it, do not give me it because uh, there was one time when we played. I think it was. Maybe like the second or third time we played inside doing the acoustic, they had the holy water. And I mean, dude, it just was going down so quick. And I remember playing three or 
maybe three sets and the fourth set. Oh, I, the, the last the, thing I remember was I remember I remember <laughs> playing, and then I remember waking up. <laughs> holy shit! And that's that's all. No, I, holy water. That's right. what I remember. That's what I remember. And I was just like, "What the fuck happened?" So I remember calling up Anthony like, "Like, dude, what happened? Did we get the Did we get the equipment and everything?" He's like, "Dude, we finished the set." Packed all the shit in the fucking pilot, had another beer, went to your house, unloaded it, had a beer there, and then you were like, oh, I got to go to bed. And I'm like, I don't remember any of that shit. You know, Chris, we had a roofie story a few episodes ago. I, I, I heard about certainly that. certainly tell us uh, your story. I'm pretty sure he just had four or five of those. Oh, holy oh, dude, oh, I yeah. think I had a little bit more than those. <laughs> because I tried it again. I'm like, oh, let me see if this is going to work again. I, <laughs> and it did the exact same damn thing. And that's when I told Lee, I'm like, I, I can't drink you that shit anymore, You gotta watch yourself man. with shit like that, man. Because it, it's, I mean, oh, God. It's it's so strong, it'll get away from uh, you. It, dude, it, I, just, I just had, like, I don't, I don't, it's that, that craft beer thing where it's, uh, we played at the hangar, the hangar 24. Right. And so, it's all craft beer, so I'm just sitting there pounding beers, like, all right, you know, cool, and having fun. It's totally fine until I got in my buddy's car to go home, and then it just, like, all hit me at once, and I was just, like, instantly... Like, that's a long. Oh, dude, it was. Oh, dude, it was. It was horrible, and it was. It. I don't know. Craft beer just. It's it's, it's scary. It's It's scary. Alcohols. The Miller Light that you drink is yeah, exactly three and a half percent. Yeah, three point eight percent. You know what I mean? Maybe four percent. And it. Well, that's a. And it took me a while to get into that. I'll tell you that one of the funniest things is um, when you get used to drinking that stuff. That's when you go to the. uh, uh, When you go to like a couple years ago, it was like. Uh, me and Tim and uh, you know a few other people who work at the brewery. Uh, we all went down to uh, down to Lake Mojave. Yeah. For like, it was I think it was Memorial Day weekend. It was like the Sunday. We stayed Sunday to Monday, and uh, you had these guys who were like, "Well, you guys gonna be drinking some beer?" I was like, "Yeah, we got some some beer." And then you see each person carrying two thirty packs of PBR. Oh. I love PBR. I uh, still love it, man. And it's good lake beer. Like, you yeah, t- toss some lime it's salt not, in it's it. Not, it's not bad, but... Uh. But but this guy, well, this was like the campsite next to us, and he saw like three or four females, rather dainty, like mid-20s females, carrying their own like 230 packs. And he's like, well, you guys got more people showing up? And one of the girls is like, no, this is going to be good for us for like a day and a half. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? But they're all used to drinking like Evil Red and yeah. Rival and stuff like that. Stuff that's like... Six to ten percent sometimes, yeah. and so a thirty pack of PBR lasts about a day. Yeah. Like, and, it, and 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 you're and you're not fucked up like falling down drunk. You just get used to drinking that high high octane shit. Yeah, and it takes a while to get used to it. Otherwise, you have nights where you can't fucking remember putting your equipment away. I I couldn't remember. Yeah, or, remember. not not so much that, but you were still <laughs> playing too. That's oh the, yeah, that, I that's still the, play it. That's the great part, and I'm sure that nobody cool. noticed. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Does that mean you play better drunk or sober? Actually, um, and, and this is a funny thing. Uh, I had a buddy named Mike Curtis, and uh, probably one of the baddest bass players I've ever been in a band with or ever watched play live. Because dude, the guy was just. I, I don't know. I, I don't really have a word to say it, but he was just a bad motherfucker. And I remember we, we got in a band with him and this is when I was like maybe, maybe 19 or 20. And he was like, okay, we're going to practice and then we're going to get really fucked up and then we're going to practice again. So that way when we get <laughs> fucked up, we'll still be able to play the music. And, and it, it, it makes gonna, sense. It, it, it totally makes sense. It, and it, it actually works. Sense. It works. Yeah. 
That's why I think... No, it's just still funny to hear, though. That's why I think the Swillers, man, it's like we can... You can get us shit-faced drunk and we're still going to be able to play semi-decent because we've been doing it. No, you guys are a lot of fun. Too long. Not, not get to moving along. When you guys so, get... Yeah, when you guys get going, it's really fucking funny because you can just tell you guys... I can tell that you're getting drunker and drunker and drunker because you get more like, fucking shit and fucking shit. <laughs> Cocksuckers. I'm sorry we're the slows. You start, uh, you start, I'm sorry, guys. You, just, you, keep, you start apologizing. I'm fucked up. I'm, I'm so sorry. sorry. It's like, it's fucking... We got a DD. We got a DD. Everything's, Everything's fine. Good. It's cool. Anyway, well, I'll tell you what. How about we take a quick break? I agree. And I then uh, some coffee. You need to get some you coffee? You want to make some coffee, Joe? Huh? I'll make it. I'm sorry. I wasn't asking you to get up and make oh, coffee. Oh, yes, yeah, a massive gains. I'll make your coffee. Just don't put me in a hot box. <laughs> just, just go on the... At this point, we need to give a shout-out because it's long overdue to the Double D Podcast. Yes, we do. Up in Flagstaff. I feel really bad. I really feel awful because we've forgotten about the past, I don't know, five podcasts to give them a plug. So I'm going to give them a huge dick-sucking plug. Ooh. Aren't we supposed yeah, to go up there and do a? You got a, you got a pretty mouth too. I do so. have a pretty mouth. Are they going to come here? We're going to do one with them, I believe. We'll I would talk about it. Buck, I don't know if we have enough. They, I think they have like fourteen it, or eighteen. Is, is people that like is that podcast. like Cardo's? Yeah, it's Cardo's, Cardo's brother. Yeah, it's oh, okay. Uh, it's double D, uh, and it, oh fuck, there's so many people on it now. I'm going to forget people. How many people normally are there when they're doing it? Six, I think. Four, do four have, or six. How do they said? What's their? I'm just curious now. What's their setup? Like nine share mics? No, no. Zen just has that many fucking mics hooked up. And you it's around like more, a, more holes like than a, we do. <laughs> the Double D podcast, folks, doing it with more holes all the time. <laughs> just, I'm just pointing at the. I, I the have never. I, I, every time I've gone there and done a, done a podcast, by the time I think to pay attention to the setup, I'm fucking wasted. Yeah. Because there's always each person brings her like a growler of beer. Mm. Plus, there's more beer, and there's sometimes Ray brings tequila, and then it's just fucking over from there. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I do love that podcast because they're the ones. Zen's the guy but, that got me into podcasting. And, but but like tequila is isn't it like a, like a probiotic or something? Is that what they're saying? I saw it on Facebook. It's like tequila is like a probiotic. I guarantee there's zero if, probiotic. If, if, if you do like a don't shot, ruin it for me. Yeah, if you only do like a shot, it's kind of like a probiotic. Tell or something. me something good about tequila that I can take with me. That's okay. Here's Paul. Here's here it is. It what? makes you prettier. Oh yeah. Thank you. Wait, it make, wait, makes, wait. Makes myself prettier to myself. Makes mm-hmm. women prettier. I know that. There you go. Well, yeah, but I mean. It depends on who's consuming, if it makes yeah. you pretty or not. Maybe maybe the Double D guys can weigh in on that because I know they drink a fuck ton of tequila. But Chris tells me it's a probiotic. Oh, it's like a probiotic. I saw it on Facebook, uh, so it's true. Clearly, clearly. I saw it on Facebook, so it's true. I think it's gluten-free, isn't it? It is gluten-free. Okay, that's there you go. Any distilled product is gluten-free. <laughs> oh. As long as there's not any other shit added to it, it's going to... Jesus Christ. All right, we get it. Okay, it's Double D Podcast. Double, check it out, folks. Please check out the Double D Podcast. DoubleDPodcast.com. Go on Facebook. I think they're on Friendster, maybe. <laughs> Twitter? Twitter. Nah, I don't know about Twitter. I don't know about that. Friendster was terrible. Net, Netscape. Somewhere Tinder. on Netscape. You they're can on Tinder. Them. Okay, you Tinder have to... Or whatever the they're definitely is. on t- Tinder. Make sure <laughs> Tinder. Tinder. Swipe. Are they on Grindr? Swipe. Grindr. <laughs> I'm pretty sure those guys were the first like three or four people on Grinder. Double D podcast on Grinder. Check it on Grinder. Fucking swipe right. Swipe right. <laughs> All right. Cartoon Casual podcast is going to go swipe left, and we'll be right back. Rudy's on a train to nowhere 
halfway down the line. He don't want to get there, but he needs time. He ain't sophisticated. He needs time He needs a time for living He needs time For someone just to see him All good things it comes to those that wait. But recently he could see that it may come, but too late.
No, but I will. We are I, back now, aren't we, I, I, I did that to you on purpose. <laughs> so I guess we are back. It's so, fucking funny every time. Actually, write that down. 54.30. Fine. Please. Why are we writing can it down? Write, can you write it? So I, so I, okay, I'm writing it down. Jesus H. Christ. 50. I can act like a goddamn person. I'm sorry. 50. That was fucking great. I'm sorry. We got, we got still Cinco de Mayo. I know. Still, still Cinco de Mayo. Joe says 54.30. I wrote it down. Mm-hmm. Are you happy now? Yeah, thank you. All right, you're I welcome. Mean, I wouldn't say happy, but... So I'm less perturbed. So where did you vote for Trump when you did? Oh God! Yeah, we were, <laughs> I don't know where your voting polling place. We're is. talking about how uh, Chris wants to make America great again. Yeah, actually, we're talking about how Chris wants to make America Mexico again. Oh, dude, Mexico I'm, I'm going to try. I I, it's actually funny because it's like I always, I always think it's hilarious because so many people are like, "Oh, make America great again," but yet they won't even support their own fucking community. Right. It's it's, it's, it's so fucking hilarious. It, yes, it is. And I'm not even a, like a political you, person. You are it's so just, correct about that. It's it's just. Kind of stupid. All politics is local, they say. Yeah, whoever right. they are. That it that is true. If you gotta whoever, get involved, whoever they are, if yeah. get involved, get involved locally. Well, I mean, that's uh, it's the easiest way to get involved, and I guess my I hate it. Like you said, people people don't want to get involved locally. Yeah. Um, it's like Paul and I have talked about. You know, gone to Paul goes to every fucking city council. Well, meeting. That, then that's cool. And though. That's, and that's, it, a, that's an it's awesome thing. Cool. You know, it, it is kind of you know, it's cool that you're, you remain active and do that, and it's cool that you do that. You do that, and you show well, you're, up. And you're, you're making a difference, man. You absolutely, know? you actually are making a difference. You're doing something. And I go, oh, I've got a reason. target on my back. <laughs> I got your back, Paul. Good thing you All got right, broad man. shoulders. <laughs> it, it's. It's anyway. fine though, but if you're not, you, it's like you said before. If you're not pissing people off, you're not doing something right. That's and, exactly right, and, and that's that's yeah. I love pissing people off, dude. I like making people think, and if they get pissed off in the process, then that's their fucking fault. Now, I feel like if you, when you piss people off, it like it brings an emotion up that, like they didn't have. You know, it's like it's like you know when you go through a breakup and you're like, oh, you miss the person. It's like. You're sad, but yet you feel alive again. Yeah, type of thing. It's like, that's up, why I feel like pissing I, I people exactly off. I, like I like to offend people. And you're straight up quoting Butters from South Park. <laughs> Do you know what episode I'm talking about? I, I don't know. Butters, Butters got Butters got dumped, and it's like raining outside, sitting on the curb, and I'm like, Butters, how come you're not more upset? And I'm like, well, you know, I'm upset that it was that it's over and that she dumped me, but it's nice to feel alive. Yeah, it makes me feel alive. I know that I can still feel things, and I was like, wow, man. I remember so true, when I though. was like that and I could still feel things. Now I'm just so cynical. I'm just dumb. I don't oh, feel God. anything. <laughs> but here's what it is. Everybody's on the... We talk about this with a lot of people that I know about being on the surface, right? We're all interacting and mostly you're on the sort of outer onion layer. And nothing... You can't really piss anybody off. They don't piss you off. And you're not going to just... You know, you just... Nothing is talked about on a serious level until you start digging down a little bit. And then that's when you kind of start to have differences and maybe open up a little bit and be more emotional about things. And that's where kind of gets a little bit wonky but then then you start learning things and you realize you're human like you were saying you know you're alive even if you get dumped yeah yeah you know you're you're part of the whole human experience where it's good or bad it's you're in you're in it you are so, in it and we're, we're getting deep now huh oh and that's, we have a no we yeah have we're getting deep we're, like, we're not deep. even there yet <laughs> no it's a uh, uh that first the, the only podcast anybody's ever heard an interview with jeremiah green that the, the the good one, not the one that will remain in the archives. <laughs> yeah, there were two. Uh, we have, uh, uh, did you? Oh, yeah. yeah, we we now have officially two episodes of of, of uh, Cartoon Casual that are in the archives that will probably remain there until one of us dies. Right. Uh, because they're just so... 
fucking out there and dark. But anyway, the one with Jeremiah Green that, did, that people did listen to, or hopefully four people listened to, uh, we talk <laughs> about being, uh, if more people could be vulnerable and show that vulnerability, the world would be a much better place. And part of that, part of therapy yeah. is, is just allowing yourself to be vulnerable and talk about shit that uh, may bother you. You may feel like you're embarrassed, but the, the key thing is, is that um, every human, human emotion has been felt. There's no new emotions. Like it's a, a common, it's a common thing. Yeah, with right. everybody, with every have. human being, as opposed to posturing, which gets you nowhere, right? Because if you're posturing, you're, it's a facade, it's fake, it's whatever, and you're not going to get anywhere. Absolutely, like Cube says, don't front. <laughs> exactly. I mean, but he also it's all said, been said before. He also said, "Life ain't nothing but bitches and money." I think uh, Socrates probably had a very similar statement, but yeah, it wasn't um, quite the same. It's pronounced Socrates, but uh, Socrates, yeah, Socrates. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually, you know what this. I'm still stoked on your house, man. There, your oh, garage. You. It's, yeah, it's really it is. yeah. It's what a weird place. Yeah, hangar. it's a cool, yeah hangar. Hangar. It's the hangout. Hangout. It's your plane it's, it's garage. It's a really awesome place, man. It's really cool. It's uh yeah. So this is what what happens when we get. No, they, Jonah had a very long <laughs> podcast that hasn't seen the light of day. I don't know if we got very oh, deep. For with, Christ's sake, it, was it deep or just I, stupid? But we talked about everything. We talked about the time I did peyote. We talked about you did peyote. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. How was that? Uh, you see, like a naked Indian dude. <laughs> was he drunk? In order to get it. Yeah. <laughs> did he ask you for money? Jesus. <laughs> 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 Joe's laughing. I'm a dollar. Like you were there. Joe is really weird. Really, he's now. He's like, how the fuck were you there? It was the most powerful experience I've ever felt in my entire life, next to Portia being born. And depending on, depending on my frame of mind and what I remember from the trip, it could be more powerful. Was than Portia, Portia a C-section or Jesus Christ? <laughs> No, there were, oh, I was no, the, Paul. She was a vaginal birth. <laughs> just trying to. I just want to know if she had a more a pointy head kind fucking, of thing. She when did, she was born. And, no, and nobody fucking told me that that was a thing that happens when a pointy kid's head. Born. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with her head? Like uh, came out of a NASA design. Great, my kid's retarded. <laughs> Shit. I was. She's got a rocket head. That's not fucking right. I was horrified. <laughs> And Doctor Lemansky called me down. I was like, yeah, it's normal. It's fine. And nobody told you that. How come they don't tell you this? I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Probably because we didn't go to any classes. Like, we just went, rah, 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 and then nine months later, a oh. kid happens. And we're like, uh, I think I can remember how to change a diaper. What do we feed her? Like, fucking steaks and shit? Like, we, we had to Taco kind of Bell. figure it out. Taco Bell. Taco yeah. Bell. Just blend it, man. Blend yeah. it. Oh, ugh. I don't even like Taco Bell not blended. Do you still eat that shit, Chris? What, Taco Bell? Yeah. No, fuck that. I go oh. to Del Taco. You laugh, but Del Taco is it's a upward, it's it's like an upward Del move. Taco's it is great, Del man. Taco's way higher class. I used to work at Del Taco. Dude, have you ever been to the Del Taco in like Barstow or the original one? Or, yeah, I have not oh, been to it. It's still God, there. Yeah, dude, it's so I'm good. It's funny. I'm to take a road trip. Oh, it, dude, Del it, Taco, it's, it's literally fucking amazing. Like they're a shredded beef burrito. Oh. It's oh. like it's Ooh. the flagship Del Taco, so they have like the best <laughs> shit. Well, it's, even even Lud- uh, was it Ludlow? Is it Ludlow after Barstow? Uh, it's like yeah. Ludlow. Uh, it's the same people that own that one, and oh man, dude, they're like their Barstow burger or their like Barstow burrito. Man, it's funny you mention it because so I good. actually work with a nurse. Uh, hey Jane, here's a shout out to you. She's one of the only people I work with that listens to the podcast. Um, is she hot? Uh, uh, I'm not going to answer that. I'm not going to. Yeah, do. yeah. She she is she is a absolute doll. Ooh. She's also really fucking funny. Yeah, any, that's, that's that's one thing anyway. you don't find is women with sense of humor. 
Oh, it's tough. So he, she's she's I, I uh, that'll be a topic later. Oh, JD, <laughs> we're gonna have a little love fest for you. You get thirty seconds on the podcast. Yep. <laughs> she's the one I told you about, Paul. That got me into stuff you should know podcast, and oh, then, yeah, and yeah. then got me into watching Gilmore Girls, and then listening to the accompanying. There's a podcast called you, Gilmore Guys that's serious? so fucking funny. It's what it is is it's it's one guy who absolutely loves Gilmore Girls and has seen every episode a hundred times, and then his friend. Who has never had never seen a single episode, and each, uh, each they recap an episode, like they will watch an episode and then recap it on a pot, like an hour long podcast. Yeah, and it got to be such a big deal that members of the cast of Gilmore Girls are, are on that fucking podcast. Like after Gilmore Girls was canceled, years That's later. Awesome. Anyway, uh, Jane's the perfect mixture of uh, uh, smart, funny, and beautiful. And, and and uh, it, she absolutely is, and uh, she brings me uh, like candies and shit every once in a while. Dude, dude that's I think she wants her dick. No, she's, she's the perfect. Don't say that. I'm gonna have to be like honka honka. No, so she's the perfect no. female trident. The three she, three she, pointed. The she really is. Which is like unicorn. Unicorn. No, no, no. A trident. Three three attributes. Yeah, yeah. Looks, uh, tell, humor, and intelligence. In order of what you find important. Fuck you. Yeah, you <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, anyway, no, uh, she's just a friend, and she always uh, makes uh, my shift a little bit better at a place that I loathe going to. Yeah. Whenever I know she's working, I'm like, all right, this is just going to be like a couple notches better than what it was going to be five minutes before. It's going to be tolerable. Yeah, because I don't, exactly. don't want to hang out with Steve, because Steve's a dick. Fuck, fuck Steve. Fuck Steve. Actually, Fuck Keith. Work with Steve? Fuck <laughs> Keith. Unless there actually is a Keith. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, trying to think Keith. of a Keith or a Steve that I work with, and I don't anymore. Any fucking way. She grew up in Barstow. And she was, <laughs> she's like, do, do, have you ever been to the original Del Taco? And so I'm she like, talks about that. That parent's a thing. It's she, a thing. It's, it is a thing. And oh, then she yeah. was like, yeah, everything there is just like so much better. I go, that's the, because Del Taco is one of the only things, because I work nice. She works nice. We were talking about getting Del Taco. She's like, I don't eat Del Taco outside of Barstow. And I was like, Mm, Why is Barstow your favorite one? She's like, because it's the original yeah, one. I'm it's like, original. Oh, I didn't, I didn't fucking know that. I had no idea that it was the oh, original. Dude, it's, it's so it's, good too. It's apparently you, have, you, dude, you have to try it. It's like a. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to explain. It. It's like their food rivals pretty much any Mexican restaurant here in town, in my opinion. My wow. opinion, they're, they're shredded a, um, beef. It's just how's the atmosphere? I'm use a different kind of atmosphere too. Oh no, no, no! It's it's like it's a, like a del beat ass del. old school yeah. okay. del right. taco, but it's just oh man, their food is so good. Hmm. I, I don't. It's, anything, I think it's cool. The one thing about that, del taco but... you can't go wrong is it's like they got anything you want. You know, you want a churro, they got churros. Hamburgers, hamburgers are good, and their hamburgers are actually you know, burritos really good. are good. You know, and fucking crinkle cut fries. Oh god, the crinkle cut fries. I. It, it, I don't know why. I just like crinkle cut fries. Like I'm, a, I'm just fucking weird. Like I, I don't. I'm not even a huge French fry fan, but I am a huge crinkle cut. See, and actually, me and Anthony, uh, we got in this whole conversation because he's like, "Oh, McDonald's fries are the best." I'm like, "Absolutely fuck no. not." Fuck, fuck no. you, Anthony. Fuck yeah, fuck you, Anthony. And I'm like, and, I, and it's like even like a in and out fries. I'm like, in-N-Out fries are pretty decent, but I'm like, I, I still love Del Taco's fries, man. Del Taco's fries. I like fries Wendy's are so fries good. to be honest. I haven't been to Wendy's in forever though. Uh, Wendy's fries are only good dipped in a frosty. Yeah. Okay. Uh, or chili. Or they're chili. Oh, oh, chili's so good. Do you know how that chili... So Linda used to work at the Wendy's yeah. uh, here in town years ago, right? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Jay used to... My buddy Jay, uh, Jeremy Sterling, used to work yeah. there with her. Yeah, yeah, And it was... Oh, I loved it. It was it was great when she would go... Uh, I'd call her... Like, all, me and my idiot friends would be at the house already hanging out, drinking beer. Of course, Portia would be asleep or crawling around or whatever. T- typical fucking... 
like teen parents yeah, yeah. just doing a great job. Anyway, <laughs> she called, hey, you guys hungry? Yeah, yeah. She's like, all right, cool. And she would drop an entire fucking bag of nuggets. Uh, and we, she would come home with bi- what we call biggie nuggets, which is not like something. a full bag of. Yeah, yeah, like a full fucking 12-pound bag or whatever. And drop that before they, they chill, you know, cool down the fryers or filter them for the night. And then she would come home with biggie cups. Ooh. Like five or six biggie cups full of fries, and we were just fucking gross. See, now you're making me hungry. Now you're making me hungry. It still wasn't as cool as <laughs> before that when she worked at Popeye's Chicken, man. You was, oh, my God. So much free chicken. We there had, should be a restaurant open late at the industrial park and airport. When do you think about that? I'm sorry to bring that topic a, up, but it's just kind of... It, it would be kind of nice. But I, I don't know, man. There's not a lot of people... When there are factories out here, yeah. When uh, the industrial park is actually an industrial park doing things. Yeah, instead yeah. of an industrial parking lot. Yeah, well, there's there's not much. Is it like Woodmark? Still here. There's Woodmark. There's True, uh, value. True value, and then uh, uh, the it, fiberglass place is coming back. And it's not there's fiberglass Laren. anymore. Laren's out Laren, there. Yeah, yeah, Laren. And then uh, Laren they have the, the trailer guys. Auto- so automated. They have very few uh, yeah. people. Like it, it, the lights are always on when I drive by there when I leave here. But man, I've never seen anybody walking around in Laren late at night. I know. Obviously, I know there's people that are there. There's a couple people usually that are doing stuff. Well, yeah. They still have the trailer um, company, right? Yes, they yeah. all the trailers. Um, They're right over. Fuck is that? What is it? Inter- not Interstate. Enterprise. Interstate. 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 Yeah. Yeah. There's not. It's not like back in the day when there was Ivy and Southwire and. Uh, These guys had boats here. Do you know that? Guardian. They made. Um, they made um, uh, yeah, I can't um, remember who the boat. Oh, was well, the... they still have Cascade then, don't they? Yeah, they still have Cascade too. Yeah, Cascade is still here. Yeah. So there's probably. I mean, at night shift, there's probably 400 people Bayline. out here. Maybe Bay, right. Bayliner boats used to be. Made here, like I the, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was like anything from four. I think it was. They were smaller boats, fourteen to twenty-two foot or something like that. They're like small to medium sized line was all built here, and then the um, million years ago was the uh, uh, movie reels. Oh yeah, I've got, I've got one of those. Remember in Fight Club when they talk about uh, movies don't come on one reel; they come on multiple reels, and they have to be spliced together on yeah. one big reel. The big reels were made out here. I've got oh, one of those. For like that. Dude, what, I also. That? It's, it's, I'm going to make a table out of it. It's about this big. It has a couple different sizes. Are you going to make a table out of it about the same time you make the table for the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> That's a uh, nice table, though, right? This no, is not a, a nice table. <laughs> table. He's this is a Craigslist table. I said, Carol, find a table today because we're going to make it into a podcast. Well, uh, I, I also heard that there was like a roller skate rink out here. I, at one time, I, I don't know that. how true that is. I know there was. I a, heard. I, I heard there was a roller rink out here, but I know for a fact there was a roller rink over on Armor. Yeah, yeah, we're behind uh, 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 Dynasty or yeah, yeah, Cultured yeah, yeah, Marvel yeah, place. Yeah. yeah, I used to work there at the roller rink. Well, at the Cultured Marvel place. That oh, took over. oh, oh, gotcha. Okay, and then, uh, but yeah, I think there was a a big one out here, maybe in the eighties. See, that's I what think, I heard. I, I In one of the old buildings that was the military use. So probably. Until it got yeah. torn down, I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm sure. So, man, yeah. roller rink would be cool. Well, fucking hockey rink would be oh, better. Oh, man. Oh, man. They need to bring roller derby back. Come on, roller derby. Hey, didn't Holly do uh, roller derby? Yeah, Holly did roller derby back in the... It was like a few years ago. Yeah, it was like maybe... Here? Nine, yeah, ten, yeah. yeah, we had roller derby. Man, it was cool as shit well, to watch. Where was the... Where was it? Well, uh, my wife uh, put together like a roller derby team. And they were going to go compete, but it's just like they were. It kind of sucks with like Kingman because they, uh, they started getting their nonprofit, and they were trying to like talk to certain people about trying to build a roller rink, uh-huh. just you know for like kids and stuff. But then have like roller derby because it's actually roller derby is like super huge in like California it, and in Phoenix. It's really and really uh, big. Havasu. Havasu had a roller derby team, and they actually had at uh, was it like Sarah Park, like. Uh, it's uh, 
like a roller hockey right little rink and that's where they were doing all their little uh, battles and stuff for little roller derby things what do they call it is it a match match yeah, yeah match. match yeah but it was, uh, it was cool as hell to like to see and and see like women I knew kind of I still feel I feel like it, it's it was weird. just cool that people were getting behind it and it just kind of like fizzled out but it was still it was still awesome I mean Holly and all those people they're all still friends like we're actually really good friends with pretty much all of them that's so. really cool it's it's too bad it didn't take off, but well, maybe it's maybe it just wasn't the it, it was the right idea at the wrong time. Yeah, yeah, that's totally true. Maybe Sorry. it's time to get that get that started back up now that everybody's in their fucking late thirties and shit. I know huh? <laughs> bones are getting more brittle. Yeah, yeah bones getting more brittle. <laughs> Holly's awesome. almost forty. Yeah, it's a great time. Ooh, don't talk about how old your wife <laughs> is on the podcast. Fucking, it won't be allowed back. Nah, I think it's funny. What's funny to me is that I it took me living here almost twenty years before I met either one of the Ackermans. Like I had heard Ryan's name, I had heard Holly's name for literally since I've lived Did here. Did like Ryan try to fight you or something? Or no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just joking. If Ryan listens, I'm just playing. I was going to say like, is Ryan? He doesn't seem like the aggressive type no, at all. No, he's not. Did he used to be? <laughs> no. Like I, I'd be more worried about you picking a fight with me than, oh, fuck than no. Ryan. He's 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 just so chill. Like he's like one of the most fucking chill, calm guys I've ever met. No, Ryan's a great guy. Ryan's, Ryan is a really cool dude. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, you don't want me to pick a fight with you because like I'll, I'll get crazy, man. I'm like built I like will a bite your fucking. fucking I'm, I'm, I'm like built like a tank. <laughs> Don't guy. fuck with Chris. Don't fuck with Chris. Don't fuck with Chris, man. My dad always said, "Watch out for the little ones, man. They're the ones that are they have something to prove, and they're usually fucking real mad. Or they can just hit you and run really fast." You yeah, know? that's true. Although, <laughs> remember the other night, Paula, Jamie was like, "You'd have to, you'd have to catch me first. And I'm like, "You think that I have trouble catching you? Well, I'm pretty sure you would." And then I just fucking <laughs> real quickly just boom, just grabbed her by her hips, and she's like, "Well." <laughs> You have to give me notice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? I'm not going to tell you that I'm going to catch you. On the count you. of three. Like, run. One, two. Although we did tell the Japanese before we bombed them in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yeah, we dropped all the leaflets and whatnot. Yeah. yeah, but I think it was in, in English. So oh. Is that, Didn't Bin Laden give us like some like time to... Well, yeah, first, bombed, first like, he tried to level you... the buildings in 93 or 94 when Clinton was president, so that was a big warning. Yeah, that was kind of a warning. That, that <laughs> yeah, was, I thought, that I, gonna, but I, I, I thought I, he like, sent like, a whole note like, hey, we're going to bomb. Like a, like a handwritten note? Yeah, yeah. World trade's going down this love, day. Get your people love out. Bin Laden. With a heart. With a little yeah. heart over the... And, and the I in, in, in Bin was like a heart. <laughs> like he's a Bin Laden's a teenage girl. No, no, what's really funny about the whole Bin Laden thing is... <laughs> really? I, no, no. no, no now we're, now we're, now we're going to jump on the whole Bin Laden I, I just thought it was, it was really so hilarious. <laughs> so hilarious is like when they when they they captured Bin Laden or like when they went in there and took Bin Laden out. Yeah. I was totally expecting like a fucking cave and shit. Fuck no, he's in this nice house right across the street from a fucking Starbucks and a subway. And it's yep. like how the really you couldn't fucking find the guy. I thought this dude well, was in did. a fucking cave. They, oh yeah, yeah they, they found him. They couldn't just like drive by and be like, oh, Bin Laden Wi-Fi. It's like Bin Laden twenty two. Like oh like, no, he Bin must Laden be here. Nine eleven. Yeah, Bin Laden nine eleven. God, Bin Laden nine eleven is the name of the the, the Wi-Fi, but like his uh, uh his password is like uh, Allahu Akbar. <laughs> what was the uh, the movie? It was actually a pretty good movie. Um, Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Oh, it's Forrest Gump. Yeah, yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah, um, born on the Fourth of July. Oh, that's that's a, oh, that was a good movie. Great yeah. movie. No, the movie about Bin Laden when they this, like when Seal Team, whatever it was, it wasn't a. Th- it was uh, uh, Zero Dark Thirty. That's it. Have you seen that about? movie? Oh, is it really? Oh, I just fucking threw that oh, out. Is there. it? Yeah, no, it is. I've never it seen is. it. No. It's a good movie. It talks about the whole. How fucking thing. real is it though? Because wasn't that movie released about ten minutes after they fucking captured Apparently, him? Apparently, the rumors have it after it came out. 
the uh, the uh, CIA and other people of the government had a conversation with the movie people because they wanted to know how they found that certain things out apparently so they were like oh so oh was oh. a little more accurate than people were They're like we just googled it yeah <laughs> Bin Laden was tweeting the whole fucking time he's he, like oh people are at my door I like that they 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 gave him the uh uh, not Rudolf Hess. Uh, it's all those fucking the hardcore Nazi war criminals that were in uh, Spandau prison. Yeah, there's like four of them that were in there for like thirty years. There was there's one of them that was in there for thirty years, and the other three like died within fifteen years of being incarcerated. But I think it was Rudolf Hess died in like 1974, and then once he once he died, they took the other three bodies, cremated them all together, mixed their ashes together, and dumped them over the Mediterranean in an undisclosed area, so that there was no neo Nazi shrine for him. Which is kind and of they weird. did the same thing with with Bin Laden, which of course, I think the conspiracy theories that they never got him. That's they just they said they got rid of him. They never got him, and whatever. Yeah, they got him. And we didn't hear much from Al Qaeda after that, did you? No, I'm pretty sure they fucking caught. Hey, goddamn Bin Laden! Man, you, I know. Actually, after listening to this podcast for like a while since you guys started, you are smart as shit. You know some crazy well, shit. Joe knows. I know. I have a very I, narrow scope, very deep and narrow. It's like I just know music, and that is it. <laughs> Not gonna. Occasionally, how, it's wider. How deep and narrow is it, Paul? <laughs> no, uh, Joe knows a, a lot of stuff. There is very impressive. To, you gotta keep up with this motherfucker. Oh yeah, um, man. And I'm not even having too much caffeine right now. But thank you. I appreciate no, no, I'm that. serious. Like you, you're man. Some of the stuff you say, I'm like, well, what the, the hell? I did. I never knew that's like a history lesson. Like, well, it, it must be true because Joe said it. The craziest shit ever is that there were Nazi war criminals alive into the 70s, not, and not just like yes. in Argentina hanging out and banging Brazilian or, or oh, Argentinians. Man, only one could dream. Like, yeah, no shit. I mean, <laughs> so the lesson here is you should be a lesson, Nazi and do all that and do dude. extinction and all, and then you can have hot Brazilian chicks. Is that what I'm getting out of this? No, wow. no, that's a lesson. No, no, I, it's, no. <laughs> I can tell you, and we talked about this on a podcast, or maybe it was just a conversation between you and I. That I always thought I found it quite peculiar that uh, my mom and stepdad had a Volkswagen Fox, which is like a smaller version of a Jetta. Yeah, and uh, I remember reading. I was like uh, cleaning the, the cleaning the, the 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 like what are the seats. Not the seats, the door jam, the door, door jams, jam, right? Oh, man, and seeing, look looking at the sticker, are you? Uh, did you sit on your ball again? Oh, Paul? oh, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Not what happened. You hit forty and shit starts to sag. <laughs> like, I'm like, I wanted my ball swing on my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was being the door jam. And I read it and it said "Made in Brazil," and I was like, I thought these were from Germany, and I was like ten or eleven years Same old. Same thing. My, yeah. And well, and my uh, my stepdad was like, well, there's they have a plant in Brazil. Then years later, learning that a bunch of you know, Nazis escaped to South America, you know, put two and two together, and I was like, "That's fucking! I don't ever want to own a Volkswagen." Jesus Christ! Like, one that, of, like that, that. Why is nobody talking about that? One of these antique gliders that my father had, you know, he was into the old German stuff, and and uh, one of them came out of Argentina. It was called a Ron Buzzard or a Ron Buzzard. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And it was a 30s design German thing that they built in Germany. And a lot of the Nazis escaped to Argentina. But the gliding people down there said, let's build a Ron Buzzard. And so it was built in Argentina. And he imported it from Argentina back to the now, States. Didn't your dad also have a glider that you, you could see where it was painted over, but there was definitely a swastika oh, yeah. on the tail? Like yeah. It was a spoil of war stuff like that was, yeah, it was taken for, after the war. for training from the oh, Hitler Youth cool. on the Wasserkupa, and, and he acquired that. Yeah. Wasserkupa. Wasserkupa, yeah. That is the water, water dragon. Water, water hill, lizard. Water hill. Koopa? Koopa cup. Cup. Water cup. <laughs> I always say it was like Koopa case. You know what's really cool is like um, with the whole overall like Nazi thing, it's just like how they were so into like the occult. 
I always yeah, found oh, yeah. that I always found that so fascinating. I, that, was, I, that was some cool shit. Too. Right? I thought Raiders of the Lost Ark. When they talk about that, like you know, Hitler's obsessed with the occult. I thought that was just fiction. That's no, fucking true. No. Dude, like, they it was like, fucking true. They yeah. Was it like weren't they like supposed to have like a secret base in Antarctica or something like that? They or kind of they, shit. They or, like had, the North Pole or somewhere up there. I I think it was closer than I think it was the North Pole just because of the Swedish occupation. Okay. And uh, I. I don't know enough about it. Like now I'm going to go home and I'm not going to get to sleep until three o'clock in the morning. Cause I'm going to yep. figure out where that, if they ever found that base, but they had weird bases well, I mean, it, all it, over the it's world. So yeah. crazy. I mean, the Nazis were crazy as shit or Hitler was crazy as shit, but man, dude, they invented a lot of like, I mean, they were fucking far ahead of their time. It was man. Prolific. Very it was much so. Very, what is the, what's the flying wing uh, that they only, they never really completely built. Uh, well, that the, the they had a couple of jet. Well, they were building a working on a huge flying wing that was going to make it to the to America and bomb New York and Washington. They were working on that at the very end of the war. Big monster bomber of some kind. But the Horton, the Horton, Horton brothers. That's what I was going to say. The Horton, the Horton, the Horton brothers. They built sail, sailplanes or flying wings, but also right. fighter planes. They also built fighter planes and that kind of stuff too. Do you know what? Uh, uh, see, is it uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark? That uh, where he starts fighting the bald guy. Yeah, where he's in that 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 plane with no tail the flying flying wing kind yeah, of plane that they're fighting around it's based off of the, the, the design that he's talking about that yeah. was it was never actually built it wasn't completed but there were I think they had test mules or they, something and they have I know that the Smithsonian has a fuselage or not a fuselage well it's not a fuselage but it's the the cockpit and the they've got a real chunk yeah, of this stuff yeah which is kind of fucking scary that they were that close to I think if they were more focused they had so many different projects I, th- I, I think part of the deal was part of the problem was that they were Investing in a lot of different people that work in a lot of different things to try to get it really going. And if they would just narrow it down a little bit and said, okay, let's forget about 10 things, let's do three, or not even 10. And we'd now, all be speaking German. 50, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but, well, uh, plus Hitler was like hopped up on meth a lot too. So that's what I read. All those guys were. Yeah, yeah no, no, a lot was. of speed and His, stuff. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, and then, well, I mean, the American pilots were too that would they. Um, yeah. What the fuck? It was, I mean, yeah, I don't know. F- funny name to give to the drugs. Even the pilots now, they give them all. To keep awake. Yeah, they have a uh, basically cross tops. I think. I think is what they're or like a um, like, like trucker speed or something. Yeah, 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 okay. like that stuff. That, Damn, and I need. Still... I need to become a pilot. There was. <laughs> I'm scared <laughs> to death of planes, drugs. but all right. <laughs> Not because yeah. you love aviation or like to sail off into the yeah. sunset or sunrise in your aircraft. It's because you want to just do yeah. drugs. So you guys, uh, speed's legal, right? I mean, get some. So, uh, remember when we? Uh, remember when? B two bomber first his first mission was in the Yugoslavia or let's see, what was this this during the Clinton administration I believe nineteen ninety two that the was B, the B two yeah the actual B two the B two stealth bomber but yes, I fucking aware what the B two is it was in the nineties and I believe it was in the nineties I thought that was uh, older than that what was older than that the B two no it stealth is but no but, but the first real mission it did was it went oh. from went from um. Missouri. Missouri, yes. All the way over to Yugoslavia. Mm-hmm. There was some conflict that we were involved with over there, and we bombed the shit out of them and then came back. Are you sure it wasn't like, a, you, well, Yugoslavia, Serbia, it was Bosnia. I should know, I should all, know right the there. conflict, too. I'm embarrassed. I don't you remember. Should because, you should because I didn't even have pubes then, and I still I understand. So, But what happened was Joe. is they flew, <laughs> they flew from, this is when they, they weren't based anywhere else in the world at the time. They were still pretty secret. They were mm-hmm. just, not, all of them were kept right there in Missouri. So they flew over and refueled a half a dozen times going there and back and they dropped some things and came back and it was um, the pilot and co-pilot and they had one more crew member and they weren't prepared to do this and the airplane wasn't designed to have a bunch of people on board so they literally went to Walmart and got like a, a lawn chair that they could unfold you know so they could have a third crew member sleeping it was that's all it was was it somewhere between the 
pilot and co-pilot where they could nap and kind of rotate. Wow. And do this long mission and come all the way back to Missouri. Uh, and then uh, there was a story one of the pilots after years later was talking about it. And he said it was really weird because he came back and they landed and they all lived there on the military base or wherever they lived, went home. And then the next morning, the guy, the first thing they did was he got up and they, it was on CNN about the bombing of American bombers over there. And you could, could see what they had done on the news. Oh, it, was shit. A, it was the first briefing he had was that. And uh, his, he said his wife was getting pissed off at him because he's sitting there glued to the TV. And he goes, hey, look, what this is what we did. We, we got the mission accomplished. Look at that. And she was apparently was not happy with it because the lawn needed to be mowed. And she, <laughs> and, and she was like, oh, man. you know, that's fine and all, but we've got, you know, the get out there and oh, mow the lawn. Fuck, that's okay. funny. Okay, so we're on like the B-52. Whatever happened to the SR-71? It was deep. They, they're all retired. Oh, yeah, dude, I used to love that, that plane. Yeah, that no, plane was fantastic. such a badass looking oh, plane. Oh, see, this we're all going to take our pants off, start jacking off, talking about that. Oh, Where's Charlie? Was, was, it, was it like the SR yeah. like the skunk or something? The SR skunk works. Skunk works. Skunk works is what it, yeah. what it came from. Uh, it, like that developed a lot of that shit at uh, Boeing. Uh, Lockheed. Lockheed. Yeah. Oof. That was, that was with uh, with uh, oh my god the guy uh, Kelly Kelly uh, Johnson Johnson Kelly that's Johnson. A, Slater's a surfer. <laughs> Slater. Maybe Kelly Johnson was a was any, uh, Didn't he go to uh, what's it called? High school with uh, Zach and all them too? That was AC Slater. AC Slater. AC Slater. Jesus Shit. Christ. Yeah. I thought I was going to make a joke. Sorry. No, it's all right. No, you, you did. You guys invite it, me over to the podcast and even, feed me beers. How in the hell did we get off on <laughs> airplanes and bombing? No, we're not done talking about the no, goddamn no, SR-71. Let's just talk about me. Let's just talk about <laughs> me, guys. I just wondered how this guy- I don't so, know. No, no, actually, no, no. Actually, what what did happen to the SR seventy one though? Like they they retired well, it once in the early nineties because uh, we weren't at war with Russia anymore. And then they brought it, they reactivated it uh, during the uh, Bosnian kind of conflict thing. And I think I think they reactivated like two or three of them after nine eleven for recon stuff. Probably. And that was about the time when uh, uh was it uh, what they call it the. Uh, Satellite technology got to be yeah, high, high enough and quality. With, with Global Hawk and all this other stuff, it just the, isn't needed right now. Now, it's not saying we don't have something that's really wickedly fast and badass out there that we don't know about. Project Aurora. Right, that. If it's that's for Aurora, Alex Jones if he ever listens to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, all the other... And oh. I, I've got some acquaintances that work on all this stuff in California with the Global Hawk and the S- Predator. And, seriously... Chris, it's, it's amazing to hear like some of the people that Paul knows and the shit that they work on. Like... It's it's mind boggling, and then I love that he gets all freaked out. And he's like, "I can't believe I'm so friends." Don't talk about that. No, I'm friends don't, with this. Don't talk about that. Who's the guy that you're friends with on Facebook? What, um, what did he work on? Can't really say exactly what he. Don't say. Well, he probably name. he probably is known. He worked on the stealth bomber and the B three bomber. Yeah, that's that's which getting, actually exists. Just started. They just started like, yeah. and they just declassified that they're. Maybe gonna produce a B three bomber, and Ooh. this guy's working on it. It's, or well, he retired like, recently. He's like my fucking Facebook friend, and I can't fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that shit just cracks me up. It is pretty cracks funny. me up. And there's people that are customers that come in here that that work out at Edwards and places like. And there's a couple of them that won't even tell me anything. Like they've just decided they weren't. They don't. They're not gonna tell anybody what they're working on at all. In other words, they won't even say if they're working on a manned aircraft or a drone thing of some kind. That's fucking crazy. They won't tell me anything. Because I, I start opening my yapper. Hey, why don't you just t- don't even ask me? Because you, you'll tell me, and I'll be like, Hey, guess what, guys? <laughs> That's why I'm a fucking security risk. That's why I don't right. do anything. And but, I understand why why they don't. But it is it is interesting. All the I wish some of those resources, to be honest, some of that brain power would be used for. And I'm not a, a dove by any means, but I wish that some of the because of the smartest people working on the coolest technology is definitely defense industry. 
You know, there, there's no. I question. feel like it's kind of always been like that, though. I, no, it has, but I, it'd be really cool to be able to do some civilian advancement in other technologies that are equally as wicked, but not necessarily for war purposes. Right. Can so, we just like build like some Terminators for warm purposes or something? I w- they're working on it. Are they? Yeah. Oh, I was just joking. Shit. <laughs> no, absolutely. Have you not seen the robots? Like they're oh man, the the DARPA shit that's coming out of like uh, MIT and um, God damn it. And I, Google bought that one company recently. Yes. That uh, God, what's that company that makes? I can't them, think of what it's called. The but robots I, that actually go out and walk around and do stuff. Can we just like? Because I mean, I like whatever conflict we have in like North Korea that's going on. Can we just like send them a bunch of cars so that way when they drive, they just crash into each other because they can't drive <laughs> anyways? They can't. But That'd I think the perfect. problem with North Korea is that it's not the people that are the problem. It's like ten people at uh, the that are telling everyone what to do. Yeah, it's a that's fucking just a shitty, nasty conflict. I actually have a weird question for you, Chris. What? Because I think I know the answer, but I want to want it confirmed. When did you first discover the SR seventy one Blackbird? Um, actually, uh, my mom's old boyfriend, uh, when I was like younger, uh, he was really into fucking airplanes. Cause, uh, oh, was into fucking airplanes. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. He was totally into fucking airplanes. <laughs> Pretty sure Paul, uh, Paul no, does but, uh, that after hours. <laughs> no, uh, uh, Nine well, actually, I, really I, here. um, <laughs> I remember you uh, talking about the Memphis bell on, uh, yeah. uh, one of the podcasts and I'm not sure if I saw the Memphis bell in person because he used to take me to a bunch of like airplane shows and stuff and I always like you know he had like those you know posters that had the like the SR-71 and right. the side views and all the shit on it the Memphis Bell is being restored now it's almost complete yeah Memphis Bell is like being restored about 20 miles from where my mom lives shit and, and, it's yeah. almost done I, I damn it's close it's supposed to do uh, uh, maiden flight just for test purposes is July I think and then they're actually going to do a or no uh, it's September, right around the time the Waco fly-in, and then next next April, they're supposed to start touring it around the country again. Cool. Anyway, oh, cool. so SR seventy one. No, well, the SR seventy one is just you know he had a bunch of pictures on it, and it just it, I think it, it's, it's such it a badass out. looking plane. It looks man. like a fucking spaceship. Well, I mean, it's like you know right. the the you know B fifty two bombers cool looking, but I mean, dude, the SR it's I, I don't know unless you see a picture of it. It's just developed so in the fifties. In Are you serious? 50s. In the 1950s, yes. yeah. It went active right around the time of the U-2 spy plane. So it went active to 63, I think. Yeah, so it was in the 50s, they were, it was pencil to paper. Right. And, yeah. So fucking cool. And we're talking guys that didn't really use computers for... They didn't have CAD back then. They were still using fucking slide rules and just pencils. a few years after World War II. This Literally just a few years after amazing. World War II. Amazing. They had to invent materials to make that fucker fly. I, I was I was honestly what I was kind of hoping you would say is that you saw it in the movie Daryl. Do you remember Daryl? No. Remember the kid from Never Any Story? The kid that played Bastion? Okay. Okay. He was in a movie called Daryl where he was a robot. He was a kid robot and he escaped from some lab, like a government lab. And he was trying to get, he, he escaped and they, they caught him, took him back to the lab and he wanted to go back to his family because they like living with a family. And he stole a Blackbird. Oh. And they somehow in 1980, I think that 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 shit came out like 86 or 87, something like that. Somehow got the had the ability to show that on on a movie. Obviously, they had the cockpit, you know, all that. Like, but yeah. They, but they they it was so fucking cool, and I was like, that can't be a real airplane. And then my grandpa's like, yeah, it's a real airplane. Okay. And then I moved, lived in Tucson, then moved back to Ohio. The first time I went to the United States Air Force Museum, they have they had two of them. Well, they. Had, you have the SR-71, which was the Air Force version. Then you had a NASA version um, that was the... What was the NASA? I don't know. Um, 
The YF12 was something else though. YF12 was, was a little bit it was a little yeah. bit different engines and whatnot. That's I the one that I don't know. That's the that the YF12 is Oxcart is part of the Oxcart program is what it was yeah. called. But the and the YF12 is the one that uh, Neil Armstrong actually still has the uh, speed record, world speed record from LA to New York or from coast to coast in like Oh, like an hour and five minutes Probably or something, something stupid like that. Like that. Damn, something, and Neil yeah. Armstrong was one. I mean, we're talking. Do you think it like blacked out? I mean, no. you, I mean, shit, if I you're, mean, you're going fast, but you're not going that fast. Plus, you're, you're wearing acceler- acceleration. Not kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah, acceleration G force is what makes you black out. You oh, lose okay. blood flow to your to your brain. So it just takes a while to get to. But three thousand miles an hour. Fucking, it's so fucking ridiculous how fast that thing is. Isn't and, there one at Davis Monthan? Isn't there one down there or not? I think there is one at Davis Month. And there's, either, there's something from the Oxheart program, either the YF-12, SR-71. Uh, I do know that uh, Davis Monthan has the uh, little the little drone guy. The, oh, the little the thing. S- I want to say C-71. It's like, it's like but a that's baby a, SR-71. Yeah, it looks like a little tiny baby SR-71 that was a... I think it was launched from an SR-71. And it yes, looked like it, it had the same material and stuff like that, but it was only like... You know, twice as big as this table. You yeah, saw oh one shit. in the museum I, with your dad, right? I saw one in, in the Macon. There's a, um, what the hell is that museum? And it's in Macon, Georgia, Air Force of some kind, whatever it was. I didn't, I, my father even had heard of them. I never saw, we rolled through walking around and there it was. And he goes, holy crap, I've never seen one of these before. And yeah, it was a drone that was, I want to say. Attached to the SR-71. Attached to the top of the SR-71 that would that would break off and then go. That's and they had a, awesome. yeah. and they have an accident. I believe they on the had a launch accident and it brought down everything and everybody and, and killed. I think it killed a, everybody. See, but, and that's yeah. another reason I don't want to get in a plane. You, <laughs> you don't want to get in a plane. You don't are, want to get in a plane. Are you with Davis down in down in uh, Tucson where they store all these Air Force airplanes? It's a big. Uh, Is that like depot. the air, air, uh, airplane graveyard? Or something yeah, like that? and they've got a lot of military shit down there, and they've got kind of a museum thing. And I haven't been down there ever to see all this stuff. But and they have hokey jokey shit there too. Like they have a blank spot. Like you walk, you go through. I remember I've seen pictures of this, and I I I never actually uh, no I did go there I, and saw it, but I've seen pictures of it too because it's still there just recently. So like if you you there's just stacks upon stacks and rows and rows and rows of, of aircraft right in various yeah. states of disrepair. Some of it's being dismantled, some of it's being parsed out, some of it's just dry storage. And then uh, no no and actually if you're if you're, you smell on your feet no it's actually it's probably my feet no I'm not I think gonna it's lie. My, I think I'm no, no my my feet I'm fucking stink fucking I'm not gonna lie my feet fucking reek this is why we need to have a video live feed <laughs> I shit you not people Paul just kicked off his chancla and put it up to his fu- fucking face and smelled it I, several times fuck. no it is I'm, me I'm not gonna lie dude my feet fucking I'm known to have some really bad well, fucking I can, feet I can smell yours too Will okay you fucking okay. stop I'm Paul, sorry this is and, not bad I mean, not, but I think it might actually, be mine I shave dude I even. <laughs> when I was getting, I got ready, dude. I shaved. shaved. I, what dude, did you shave? I shaved my beard. I oh. shaved my terrace beard, man. And then <laughs> okay. I even threw like foot powder in my shoes. I'm like, I'm gonna be sitting there for like an hour or two. My feet are gonna for, this, for the show. Oh, I did. I That's totally, amazing. I, totally, I love I, it. Used cologne and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I wore pants and stuff. Awesome, brute. <laughs> brute. But That's actually, no. It's funny as a uh, some high karate. The, the only the only way I know about the airplane graveyard is from Can't Buy Me Love. That movie, Can't Buy Me yeah. Love. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because he takes that fucking dumb slutty chick over there, and he's like, well, "Hey, check it out! It's fucking airplane graveyard." And she's like, "That's she's like, I've never fucking seen this." Because yeah. then they uh, was, was, it, was that uh, in La Havre though, or is that here? That's uh, well, no, it was in Tucson. No, it was in Tucson. It was okay. all filmed in Tucson because okay. it was the dance scene. Uh, the school dance was filmed at uh, Tucson High School. 
right, uh, downtown Tucson. Well, wasn't was uh, cool. like Pump Up the Volume was filmed in Tucson, wasn't it too? Uh, I think that was Fountain Hills. I think that was in Phoenix. Was the, in Va- Phoenix? I think it was down in the Phoenix area. I What's think. the? Um, we talked about this in one of the episodes, right? One of the in Tucson, or what else? What else is down there where they do Tombstone, all kinds of westerns? Are down uh, there. Old Tucson Studios. They Tucson, old Tucson yeah. Studios where they did fucking. Okay, so my favorite thing ever is to tell people, all right, watch Three Amigos and then watch Tombstone and the beginning scene the opening scene from Tombstone the where church. they're at Mexican Village and the church and all yeah. that stuff is the exact same set it's a it's a it's a town square set it's like one of the main sets when you walk into old Tucson Studios and they th- that's where they did that and there's a ton of commercials and all that shit but like in Three Amigos were the like the bad guys. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, fucking El Huapo. Yeah, El Huapo. El Huapo is <laughs> like compound. That's the the main square, and that's also where the fucking new the brand new married couple gets shot up in Tombstone in the beginning. But they filmed fucking everything there. Sony commercials and like like Chris, do you remember the old Taco Bell commercial that was uh the guy was eating the, the stuff. It was like their big stuffed burrito thing. You'd eat it and like it would drip all over. Yeah, his, yeah. It uh, was like, oh, it got all over my bullets and everything. Yeah. Like, fucking, <laughs> he's wearing the fucking band letter. It's all over my bullets. They filmed that out there. That was Holy filmed shit. at old Tucson Studios. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I, I, oh, man. Many, many good memories going to that place. But yet... Oh, Davis Month in the graveyard, just real quick. This is so fucking... I find it really funny that these guys... Like, even the military sometimes has a sense of humor. You go walking down these roads or driving down these roads and... The, you see, plane, 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 blank space, and then they have like a placard that says um, "Stealth Fighter," <laughs> but there's no plane sitting there; just a stealth oh, fighter. Oh, I get, get it. it. Yeah, I get it. Hilarious. It's like, it's like going to the store to buy camouflage pants, but you be like, I can't find, find them. them. Can't find yeah. camouflage pants. I just have to order my Amazon and hope that they show up. <laughs> but um, dudes, fucking horrible. Fucking Amazon. No, what sucks is actually I just got on Amazon like maybe a few months ago and I can't find anything I want on Amazon. What? I, I just like, I find everything I want on Amazon. Everything I find is like cheap. Like I, uh, I found like a KMFDM shirt, bought it, got it. And it was like, like someone just made it in their house. It was like a shitty screen printed oh. KMFDM. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was so pissed. I think it's funny you were getting a KMFDM Dude, shirt. There's nothing wrong with KMFDM. No, fucking uh, KMFDM is a drug against yeah. war. I mean, I, it, that was like my my fucking introduction. My mom my mom was super open about like me listening to all sorts of of music, but there was a few bands that she's just like, "What the fuck are you?" Uh, Voodoo Glow Skulls was one. Yeah, sorry, Frank. Speaking of that, he's just coming. I, he, right? Yeah, he wants to be on the podcast. Yeah, he, I, I he, just, he, he doesn't like to... me. He doesn't like really. Me. Yeah, no, he doesn't like uh, me. Chris. The list of people I know. The, the list of people like you is like a mile. I know. Long. He yeah, he doesn't like me, but but they're all distinguished. Yeah, yeah. At least I have famous people that don't like me. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> That's fucking. Funny. Are you are you laughing because he's not famous? Or? No, no, oh, he's, no, he, no, he is famous. No, he, no, he's definitely famous. It's just funny that you're right. Like I now I kind of want to start pissing off famous people. I know, huh? <laughs> it's like, well, Joe Rogan, you ever listen to this? Well, eat a fat. No, don't don't do that. <laughs> no, he'll he'll, he'll fucking, beat your ass. He'll beat man. my ass. Oh yeah. <laughs> he'll come here, shave my head, and beat me silly. <laughs> that, that'd be funny. It, hey. Okay, well, it'd be funny for me. Yeah, God damn it. You're supposed to back me up, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I know we're going to be anyway. not too much longer until we wrap up, but we want to talk about it if, if you're scheduled to be playing anywhere. Coming up, where, uh, what's going on? Actually, tomorrow I'm playing Parker. So that's, that's well, actually, not going to help us. Yeah, it's not going to help you guys. Um, I'm actually I'm playing uh, Topak 66. Was it the 13th? Hold on, let me let me pull up this map. May thirteenth is a Saturday. Okay, okay so it yeah, might be from, uh, May thirteenth, a week from yeah, tomorrow. So, yeah, we, so that'll I, work. 
Yep. Well, when people listen to this, it's yeah, gonna May thirteenth and the fourteenth. At Topox sixty six. Yep, Topox sixty six. It'll be a week from tomorrow F40. when they listen to this, but it's a week from tomorrow and now. Dude, if you guys have never been to Topox, May thirteenth. Awesome. I haven't been there since I've been rebuilt. Oh, dude, you got to go. A couple weeks ago by boat, actually. Some uh, friends of mine have a boat uh, out of like the Needles area, and we just put in Needles. Did you? Went down, went all the way down to Havasu. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, so many hot chicks. So many hot chicks. So many hot chicks. We went there in the middle of the day on a Thursday, so there's so many retired people there. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. It was, dude, there's probably enough silicone in that area to kill like a baby elephant. It was rather enhanced. There was no wrinkles anywhere. Oh, no. But it was cool. It was a very nice place, a very clean place. I, 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 I actually thought, the, the food. The food is actually yeah, pretty fucking good. Yeah, man. Too. I, I had fucking uh, I have like I, a burger. So you're playing fries. there May thirteenth. Yeah, May thirteenth and the Swillers, right? Yeah, the Swillers. Okay. And um, it's mostly uh, smooth, down, smooth jazz. Oh yeah, smooth uh, jazz. John, John <laughs> did you, did you see that? Uh, that um, well, we're playing foxes, but uh, they made a little flyer and they're like, you know, Swillers are playing blah blah classic rock jazz. In like in eighties music, and I'm like, all right, well, yeah, well, I guess we'll play fucking well, jazz. I guess we're playing some fucking. <laughs> I know jazz. we're playing some fucking jazz. But oh, no, man. it was hilarious. I actually, I, my buddy hit me up, and he's like, you "Guys, play jazz now." I'm like, "Yep, why not?" Like, I never fucking. At least they didn't did say that. dubstep or something. I know, huh? too. Like, Which would be dubstep. funny. Yeah, I. I have... <laughs> we got some trance going on too. Um, <laughs> you gotta get some down tempo stuff. Some like below eighty beats per minute, just to chill that crowd out a little bit. Oh but my God. no, I mean actually, I mean Topox is fucking dude, and that's, it's and, that's cool. and that's another thing that's like I found like being in a band and stuff. Like when you play at a Kingman, man, it seems like crowds love our fucking band. Like when we play in Havasu and Bullhead and like Topox, it's like people clap, which I never heard that shit ever. <laughs> They're not, I'm, never, so I'm not sure what that noise was. Yeah. They're, they're not cheering. They're Do you not guys cheering. hate us? I mean, yeah. I've never seen that. I mean, what, what does that like, mean? Yeah, that right. was very nice, Christopher. Well done. That was it was well at least, boys. You're on key. Oh, dude, no, it was cool. So, so like the first time we played Topak, uh, was a Saturday, and dude, that place was fucking packed, and like people were dancing in the pool, and like people were dancing outside of the pool, and like I would like, <laughs> man, it's so funny because this uh, one guy was walking around with his uh, like super hot Asian chick, big fake titties and stuff, and dude, the guy's totally getting sunburned. So. You know, we end our song, and I'm like, hey, uh, bald guy, blah, blah. I'm like, man, you need to throw a shirt on, man, because you, some getting, yeah, you need to put some sunscreen on you because you are getting burnt. So he's like, oh, so he puts his shirt on. I'm like, all right, now take your shirt off. So I'm like, take it off. And then the whole place is like, take <laughs> it off. Take oh, it off. Dude, so he took his like shirt off, and he's like swinging it around stuff. And I'm like, all right, now your, your girlfriend, take it off. And no, she didn't do it. Kind of pissed about <laughs> oh, that. Oh no! I know. Uh, that was the worst. I know. I was gonna. I was building up to a nice crescendo. No, nope, never happened. Oh. God damn it! I know. And, dude, and she was Asian too. Oh, Asian <laughs> chicks are so hot. Oh my god! <laughs> Some are hot. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like a, As like Paul, always, would, Paul would say a poor hip to waist ratio. Well, yeah, they like, kind of do have a not a the proper hip to waist ratio. That's racist. Well, but it's not racist if it's true. It is true. It is true. <laughs> Well, I always found about like Mexican. Prove chicks. to me that Asians have a proper hip to waist ratio. You're making a blanket statement about an entire race of people. I know, I just did. Sorry. Yeah. I know, you go on Instagram and find all those Asian cosplay chicks. Are they proper? Fuck, oh, dude, they're hot. 
You're giving. <laughs> but no, no, no. It's like another thing. It's like uh, like Spanish. This is what I found about like Mexican chicks. Dude, Mexican, <laughs> dude, Mexican chicks are super hot until they hit like 35. And then after 35, they get like that mole on the face, and then their whole body just goes. Hey, what's our demo? Like, I'm trying to think. Are we pissed our off? demo is quite a bit younger than what he's. Thank God. About. Like, shout out to Lee Williams High School. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. Your garments are coming. Your oh garments are coming. That's so wrong. It's, it's so, not my fault. It's so fucking bad. It isn't your fault. And in fact, the underwear suggestion was not yours or mine. It was from it a was, It was Katrina, who was like, "We should get underwear for that podcast." <laughs> I'm like fuck it, really? And she goes, yeah, because it's cartoon casual, right? No pants, and I'm like, fucking <laughs> shit, that's a, such a good idea. And we will always have to say it was a girl, it was right? A girl yeah. that came up with that, not us. We just that's supported a fact. it. Fact. Hey, uh, I've been known to be in a thing called the babysitter cruise. So, what is the <laughs> what? What's the babysitter? The baby, oh, uh, just guys that dated way underage chicks. Oh my hey, I'm god. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was at a young age. Okay, I was like twenty. I gotta think. No, I no, we, I we get talked that. about this. Like, right? Did, did we, we talk, talk about, about this? this? We we kinda talked about that, how like um okay, I, I was, I was never... sixteen and this girl was fifteen. Does that mean wait no, no I was no 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 what no, no. tell me I have to be eighteen, she has to be less than eighteen. Oh no, if if you're well, actually if you're actually eighteen or nineteen and you take them to Nevada the oh, law is a lot different there. Oh my god. You just gotta have parent consent that you took them to <laughs> right. Nevada. <laughs> This podcast now this really podcast is getting really detour. really fucking funny is what it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I remember thinking in high school, and I feel bad because I got a couple friends that I always give them shit for. It was like the girls that would always be like, oh, "My boyfriend's like nineteen. I date I date older men." They were bragging about <laughs> and it. All I can think of is how fucking lame those guys are that they're having to sleep with high school girls because they couldn't get uh, their like women their own age. But then oh. as I've grown up. I, I mean, I still kind of have that stance just because it's funny and it pisses those people off because it makes the girls feel kind of trashy and the guys look like douches. But the more I, the more I grow up, well, now, you, I, now you have a daughter in that age category, so you're just like, right. Ooh. and I kind of, and she actually last year dated a guy who was a bit, uh, a bit older. Oh, he was like 19. Man. He was in the army, and that kind of, oh, yeah. oh, that kind of, that kind of tweaked my melon a little bit. But I also kind of understand well, it now at because he's in the army, at, so he's he's got goals. He's got he, goals. He has goals, and he also had a he he also had a, a CO that I that I was in contact with, and well, see, let him know if you fucked up a little bit. Like, <laughs> see that, and that's cool because well, it's not. I mean, it's cool, but like in my end, like my my daughter, my stepdaughter was dating an older kid, and he actually had Tourette's. So when I first met him, I thought he was like a crackhead because like he was like twitching really bad. And I'm like, oh I'm sitting there telling God. all like my my stepson and all them. I'm like, dude, your friend is like smoking dope or something because he's all fucked up. They're like, no, he's got Tourette's. But uh, no, he called him Twitch for the longest oh time. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It, but, <laughs> but no, Chris is just as bad as me though. He like is. You, have, you have a little yeah. girl at home, you have to fucking be like that. You're like, oh, hey. Well, I'm, and, the, and the funny thing is, is like my daughter, it's like, I'm not worried about her. Like, you know, if some guy tries to like attack her, like she'll, you know, Break a fucking arm she'll off and regulate. beat him with him. Oh, dude, she's yeah. a fucking tank. No, I, I just, I. But I was gonna say, I, well, mm. I'm mm-hmm. very certain that when I was going to college, that I dated, you know, my girlfriend was still in high school. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. So I, that was illegal. You're, that well, you're still really in school, was. so it counts, right? I don't know. Is it, That's uh, the way to justify it. But it's 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 in theory illegal if she is under 18 and you are over 18, right? 
Yeah, to yeah. a certain degree. I mean, it kind of depends. It depends on each state. I think each state has a... That's why you take them to Nevada. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I think Nevada, they only have to be 16. Well, I was in Georgia, so I guess you just got to take them to Alabama. Yeah, make sure they're well, yeah, you gotta make, you got, yeah, make sure they're your sister. <laughs> or cousin. You got to take the, the well, blood and then, test and, to make sure. And then, well, then you got to think about it. It's like, is it if, if, if she is your cousin, is it blood or is it just kind of like marriage? Because then it's different. It's different. Well, it's really different. It is really different because it. Uh, in, mm, I mean, I. It's all swinging dicks in my family. It's not like I ever like. I'm, I'm straight, so I'm not looking at hooking up with any stepbrothers. But uh, anyway, anyway, what I was going to no, say is, times I, call for I, desperate measures. Man. I have less of a problem with seeing a guy, an older guy, date a younger woman now, because I see how much more mature girls are at 16 than the boys are at 16. Oh, there's no oh, yeah. question on, on the whole. And I've never really. I was younger then. When I was dating, but now I, I've seen your daughter, obviously, and her friends, and listened to their and how they hang out, how they do stuff. I'm going, they're way ahead of the game. Far more fucking all these guys. Than all these. There's, there's no comparison. Yeah, that's why Porsche's like, ah, it's high school boys. It's, they're all just sniffing each other. And she's butts. not just like saying that, you know, to, to it, appease you. It's true. It's true. Because has, has she ever asked about me? No, no. <laughs> You're too old, just, Christopher. I am getting. Let's old, let's keep in mind the fact that um, we're talking about how you know the, the babysitter, the babysitter, yeah, BSK, BSK, Club, babysitter. babysitter crew, babysitter crew, crew. with um, a K, crew with yeah, a K, with, with a K. That's, that's cute. Yeah, your wife, cool. your wife is that much older than you. Oh yeah, she's the babysitter crew to you. I know she is. Yeah. That's fucking funny. And, and and my daughter knows your daughter too. So oh shit balls. How, how old is your daughter? Uh, seventeen. The same school or not? Uh, she Lee Williams. Uh, I think she's. I think she's going like past now or something. Yeah. I, I don't know how kids are these days. You just stay out of it. Yeah, I I totally stay out of it. I'm like, you're gonna graduate, right? Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully, don't be like me washing cars for a living. Just graduate. Yeah. Just graduate. Just graduate. Then take the next bite. The next chunk out of life. Yeah. Get through. Yeah. Oh man. Find a rich guy. Porsche is gonna graduate soon. Freaks me out. When is graduate? No, it's next year. Next what, year. What month is May? May? June. May. So a year ago from this month, she will. A year, a year ago. from now. Jesus. From, holy crap! You Dude, think you fourth dimensionally, Marty? A year from that. Me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, I, okay, so <laughs> I, I, let, me, Chris. let me tell you. We're going to tell you about Joe. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about Joe. I remember yeah, Joe when Joe. I was in high school. He used to talk so oh. much shit to me. All the time at lunch. God, I used to talk so much shit. That's because you said Steve Vai was a good guitarist. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> and, then, and then we had, a, what's it called, that uh, newspaper class or something. Didn't we, didn't we have a class together where we're, uh, with uh, 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 Erica uh, Vandekar? Yeah. Hi, with uh, uh, Mr. Heinitz? Was it... Uh, uh, no, I... Was it jur- the journalism yeah, class? Yeah, journalism like class oh, or something. Uh, but we had uh, Erica... Erica, Erica was Vandekar. in there. Oh, and, God, uh, Erica Vandekar. This a teacher or a oh no chick? she's just a chick. student. Gosh, I'm gonna need you so to back hot. off my unicorn Kool Aid <laughs> motherfucker. Oh man, I had the <laughs> and biggest she crush knows on her. it. I told her I got uh, a little drunk with her a few years ago and told her I was like I fucking always wanted you and she's like really why didn't you ever ask me I'm like I oh, fucking oh, oh, oh that's dude. so mad. okay so there was I remember uh, she used to hang out with us uh, me and my buddy uh, Daniel and April and stuff <coughs> and she used to come over and we'd always be drinking and. and I mean, I, I, I mean, even to this day, I still think she's just fucking gorgeous. Still, but it's still be, funny. Oh, dude, funny. Yeah, dude she, Mom, she's a total God. unicorn. She's hot. She's just fucking personality. She's cool as fuck. You know, it's like she's she's one of just the funniest she's just, people. Yeah, I've she's ever, just like still to this that day. perfect, perfect, awesome chick. But I remember we'd be sitting there getting drunk, 
she'd be sitting next to me. I have nowhere. She'd just grab my hand and like put it on her boob and just look at me and like laugh. And I'd be like, uh, 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 I don't, I don't know what to do. Like, uh, I, it, oh, you're talking uh, about, uh, uh, Dan Jenkins. Yeah. Daniel Daniel Jenkins, Jenkins and yeah. April Sanders. Thank you. But, wow. That's a, fuck. Yeah. We're going, we're going back, back, way back. back. And I didn't talk tons of shit. You were a fucking dickwad and you know, oh, well, I was always a dickwad. I had to be a dickwad. dickwad. Why? Cause I was fucking four foot six. Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 I didn't, I think it. I grew like a fucking inch since then, but it's like four foot seven and yeah, a half. Four now. foot seven now. Uh, I do remember Chris being a real pompous asshole, but uh, I also I remember be. thinking, yeah, fucking guy can play guitar, though, so we have to... So oh, no wonder, speaking no of that, he likes fucking can, can he play guitar and play us out or something? Probably is that possible? Not. No, he... No. <laughs> <laughs> do you got a piece you want to play, man? Do I have is to... There, is uh, there anything... You brought you? your guitar. I know, I brought the guitar. Is that for serenading us after the show and we turn the lights down? And I know, huh? Like, well, Paul, you guys get me drunk enough. I mean, I saw the refrigerator, so... Oh, yeah, the refrigerator. The refrigerator. I don't even know what I would play. I mean, I could come up and make up a song right now. Well, uh... You don't have to. You listen to the nice uh, Spanish guitar piece that uh, that Leonard played. Yeah, but he's trying fucking, to top that. Dude, he's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking yeah, but he's Leonard. Just just the name Leonard makes yeah. women wet. Have, have, have flamenco. Yeah, flamenco. No, no. Leonard is an asshole. God damn it! I wish I could be like Leonard because he's got the fucking hair. He's so he, humble, dude. Too. He could sing. He could yeah. play good fucking guitar. It's like you have mother, all of those things. Got it. You have all of those. No, things. I'm ugly as fuck. Uh-huh. You do um, kind of look like... Do you know who he looks like? No. Eddie Bravo. Eddie Bravo? Oh, my God. Who the fuck's Eddie Bravo? Eddie Bravo is a... He's a formerly MMA fighter, but he's on... Uh, he's one of Joe Rogan's best friends. He's on the Joe Rogan all podcast the all the fucking time. Yeah. And I'm like looking at you going, he fucking looks like somebody who looked like Eddie At least Bravo. I'm an old MMA fighter, right? Yeah, that's oh, it. Whoop some ass. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to take another break and see if you want to try and get tuned up and play some fucking guitar? It, it, it all depends on what you guys want to do. I mean, just a little bit. You don't have to do it. You know, just yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, we're going to do that. So, we'll I mean, I can right just back. grab the guitar right now and just start playing. I mean, if you want, we'll go grab yeah, the guitar. Go, 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 go grab the guitar. You know, you don't have to tell me twice. I might have to take a picture of him grabbing the guitar. Right, he's walking over. He's grabbing right. the guitar. This guitar is absolutely gorgeous. I feel like this was Jeremy Foss's guitar at some well, point. Well, actually, wasn't it? Or no, is no, it, no. I had it before Foss. Okay. Yeah. I, I, uh, and then you needed drug money or rent money or something, sold it to Foss, and then bought it back. Oh, no, no, no. No, no actually, uh, my wife bought it for me, and uh, then Jeremy was like, oh, how's that guitar? And I'm like, oh, it's, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. You know, it's not not really an expensive guitar, but, you know, it works. It's gorgeous, but, man. And see, it, and know what? Fucking Leonard. God damn you, Leonard. Why do you have yeah. to do that? Because I can't. Let's see. Let me see if I get. Oh yeah, go ahead and eat my cheese. Yeah, go on while he's playing. Okay, so here we go. That'd be good. Let me, let me see if I can come up with like some Spanish guitar song. Okay, here let me. Like one Sonata. Here we go. Single uh, the Cheeto. Just joking. This song is going places. I know. No, that was an that no, was amazing. No, thank you, thank you very much. Chris Lane, no, no I, I love Leonard. I just, God, I wish I just had his talent. Because I mean, dude, the guy can. I mean, he could sing. I mean, when he sings, he makes me wet. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even bother wearing underwear when I when I listen to him. Nope. 
I feel like you guys put me on the spot. Yeah, I mean, well, it is it, Cinco de Mayo. It actually is Cinco de Mayo. Can you play any traditional Mexican uh, shit? Did claim to be like seven percent Mexican or yeah, I'm only like six, Leonard six or, or no, this one. This no, one. It, Leonard's black. No, Leonard's black. Leonard's black. Wait, are Aborigine? Are you black? <laughs> is it Aborigine? That episode was so fucking funny. Like we were making ourselves laugh. Like fuck everybody else that listened to it. We were all laughing. That was, I think, the hardest I've ever laughed in my entire life. That it was like the first time I watched Blazing Saddles. Oh, hey, man. speaking of Blazing Saddles, back on Netflix as of May first. Oh, so watch the fuck out of it. I love wow. Blazing Saddles, dude. It's funny because uh, one night I was sitting there watching Blazing Saddles on Netflix and Holly was there and she's like, this movie is really fucking racist. And I'm like, yeah, that's it, it's, it's supposed to be racist. Smell Brooks. Oh, yeah. It's all, well, uh, what's it called? Uh, Richard Pryor had a lot to do with it, too. Oh, yeah. Richard sure. Pryor had a lot to do with it. But uh, he's, not, he's not credited on it. He didn't want his name yeah, on it. Yeah, he didn't want his name on it. But uh, he wrote a lot of that stuff, too, man. Well, you know our intro. Where are the white women at? Like yeah, where are all the white women at? Oh, yeah. man. And that comes from, like, I, I, you know, obviously love Blazing Saddles. And I'll walk into the wine bar and say that shit. If I've been a little too Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, wait for, like, a lull in the music. Where are all the white women at? And people fucking look at me. And, like, half the time somebody cracks up. Because yeah, all, all the white women are there. Because it's the fucking wine bar. There are people that don't know Joe or myself. Whatever. We have these weird little conversations. And you just know they're going, oh, my God. There's people. There's something wrong. Really wrong. Yeah. It's like people. I asked Paul. Are, or there's are one, you all right? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or there's one brother in there like, yeah, man. Where are all the white women at? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, who this motherfucker? Yeah. Check out gonna, this. Look at this flock of seagulls on this motherfucker. I don't even. <laughs> you could actually I, play a song all the way through. I'm not sure what you want to do though. Oh, I can play songs. I mean, you guys want to hear some Steely Dan? <laughs> oh, absolutely no. fucking not. Yes. <laughs> Turning your mic off. Oh. <laughs> Eat your heart out, Leonard. You're you not on the, no, you're not am, on the spot. On you're the just spot. playing. You're just playing. Mm-hmm. That's all you're doing. I'm just enjoying it. Actually, I kind of thought for a moment that we should have probably maybe Leonard and, and Chris on at the same time. It'd be kind of interesting. That'd be kind of funny. Kind of fun. Get some tacos. At some point. Get some, get some tacos and some Filipino food or Aboriginal food. Aboriginal. What do the Aborigines eat, Joe? Mm, bat. <laughs> some bat. <laughs> Crocodile Dundee 2. You guys remember that? You're like... Awesome. No, like, walk, walk by and like Aboriginal guys just sitting there just chewing on a bat head. Is that any good? He's like, nah, needs garlic. Like, that's fucking <laughs> classic. Classic. It's fucking bat. Goannas. So you have, how many, do you have a guitar problem also like uh, Leonard does? He's got, I don't know how many guitars. He just can't uh, stop himself. I got like uh, like three of them. I got Les Paul, got my Ernie Ball, and then uh, I got Telecaster, and then I got my uh, acoustic. Is this your only good, good, uh, acoustic guitar? Yeah, this, is this is the only acoustic guitar. I'm not and saying it, you should have more. Oh, no, no, I, I, I should have more, but it's, it's weird because I'm not... I'm not really an acoustic player. I'm more, I'm like mostly like electric and it's like to get from electric to acoustic. It's, 
uh, it's like got to have like a different feel. Like Leonard could just sit there and finger pick and do all that cool shit. He can play. That's why the women love him because he can finger pick. Because it translates over to other. other oh things. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the women love like him because he's got Joe? the fucking hair. Uh, oh, I don't know. Um, promiscuous sex usually. Oh, I was gonna say like peeling shrimp. Peeling shrimp. Yeah, peeling shrimp. Shrimp. How good's his hands? Well, he. Pretty good he peeling peel shrimp. shrimp. He can peel shrimp one-handed. Yeah. He can crack the shit out of some crab. <laughs> he learned that in Australia. <laughs> We're talking tons of shit about Leonard, and we love Leonard. Oh, I love Leonard. Um, Leonard's a great guy. I I kind of want to want to have him on the podcast again, but I have a feeling that if we had you you guys both on the podcast uh, at the same time, it would be... Paul and I would just mute our fucking mics. Well, we would just go there and mix music. drinks and stuff. Oh, see, that that's yeah, not that's a bad even idea. We can just serve them alcohol. Have way sit there, mic'd up. Yeah. With the let's let, let them fuck around and play with stuff and talk about. Maybe whatever. we could have we could record him giving you a guitar lesson. I know, huh? <laughs> I I like that idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm down as long as it's free. I ain't paying for shit. <laughs> as yeah, long as it's free. <laughs> What kind of guitar is it? Is it it's a, it's oh, a Fender, yeah, it's a Fender, uh, it's Fender, Fender Malibu. It's um, I love it's that. It's the oh. Alkaline Trio Matt Skiba model. Matt Skiba, who's no I, longer I think, an Alkaline Trio. No, actually, he's still an Alkaline Trio, but uh, well, he's in Blink One Two. I was gonna say he's in Blink One Two. Actually, uh, he's I guess they're writing some stuff for a new uh, Alkaline Trio album. Really? Yeah. Nah, he should just stay stoked about that. Blink One Two. Oh no! That fucking God. album. That is untouchable. That album is what, fucking the new phenomenal. Album? Yeah. Oh fuck! It's horrible. No, fuck you, Chris. No, that's horrible. Chris, you always shit on I'm, anything I'm not, that's I'm not, good. I'm not, which is what I'm I like. not trying to shit on it, but <laughs> it's, fucking, dude, fuck, it's like Matt. Fucking Matt Skiba cannot save that fucking album. Oh man! Wow. I'm wow. sorry. I'm sorry. It's, I'm staying out of this. You should stay. I'm out sorry, of Matt. It. Matt no, Skiba. Fine. Even the greatness of fucking Matt Skiba could not save. Yeah, I think it was a great replacement. I mean, it's 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 not like it's a bad album, but it's. I don't know. I, I think just, it's the best. I'm, I've never been a big fucking Bleak Wayne 2 fan. Shocking. Yeah, I know. Huh? You also well, like, actually, don't like Op Ivy either. Oh, I fucking hate Op Ivy. Actually, Op that's Ivy. a good question. I want to know what the fuck your okay. heart on is for Op Ivy because we have a couple listeners that are younger guys that are like a little older than Porsche that love Op Ivy. Oh. Thought that I was cool as fuck that I don't know who they cringe. are. But, like, but what the fuck is your problem? Okay, so, like they're fucking groundbreaking. No, 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 no. no, no songwriting was, was no, cool. No, 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 no. I love Rancid. I love Rancid. Well, I hope but, so. But, uh, no, one night, uh, me and Daniel Jenkins, were, I think we 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 were drinking OE. That sounds accurate. And I was staying in this like little trailer that he had outside of his house, where his like his parents really didn't kick him out, but he had this like his own little room trailer type of thing, right? Like, small little house, and and this is like the first or second time I ever really got drunk, and it was like on OE, and he had fucking Operation Ivy album. And we were listening to it, and we ended up passing out. And it kept fucking skipping on that one song that "Stop This War." And for like eight hours, I remember just like hearing it in my sleep and waking up like hungover, and it was still playing. And since then, it's just like when I hear Operation Ivy, I'm just like, "Fuck!" Like, oh god, that fucking song. I don't, I don't really know if it's all Operation Ivy. It's just that one fucking song that irritates the fuck out of me. I'm just going to have to throw this out there and go, that's a terrible fucking reason to shit on a whole band. Well, I mean, I'm not shitting like, on it, a band, but it's just, uh, I, that fucking song. So, it, can I convince the Swoolers to ever play uh, an Op Ivy song? Uh, we'll probably play an Op Ivy song. I'm down All to right. play an Op Ivy song. It's not like I hate Operation Ivy. Maybe just, that's what you need to do. It's that one fucking song that just annoyed the fuck out of me. What song is that? I, I'm I don't know, but it's just that, stop this war. Oh, fuck, I hate that song. 
Even now talking about it, I'm just like... It's in his head. It's like I want to smack a fucking small child. Just fucking goddamn song. I can't think of that. I know that Real Big Fish covered it on the Off Ivy Tribute album. Did they? Yeah, and I can't. I cannot for the life of me. Now I have to hate Real Big Fish. God, thanks a lot. Ah, thanks oh, a lot, man. Joe. Uh, fuck you. Really, Fish is going to be one of the best live shows you ever <laughs> no, saw. No, no. Real Big Fish is really fucking good. Fucking ridiculous. Real Big Fish is really so good. So goddamn good. Did you, did you ever listen to their live album? Uh, no, I it's, never it's saw it. It's two discs, it. and then they have... Uh, what the fuck is the name of... Um, uh, there's... One of their songs, what they do is they... they they play like the first verse and like no nah, that doesn't sound right let's try a different style and then they play it like screamo then they play a country version they play a hip hop <laughs> version and it's like a 15 or 18 minute version of a three and a half minute song that's even that better. they play which is, is fucking phenomenal and then you realize how good of musicians they are that they play in so many different ones well, and, it's and so what, fucking I've always good. found that like a lot of people give a lot of like uh, like punk musicians like or guys that are in punk bands like oh they're in a fucking punk band they fucking suck but like um, you're just like Toy Dolls yeah fucking Olga Fucking lead singer, guitar player, that motherfucker, dude, that guy is a badass. Tim like, Armstrong's dude, better, oh, especially he, not Ivy. Oh, oh you <laughs> son of a bitch. No, but I mean, if you ever, I mean, if you've never listened to Toy Dolls, I mean, as a guitar player, the guy is a fucking beast, man. Like, you don't don't fuck with that guy. All right. You don't fuck with him. Yeah, and he's, you, a, like he's you, a bad motherfucker. Like you said, you, most people think that I was fucking, like, because I always say that. I was like, uh, yeah, I was in a few shitty punk bands in high school, and they were never fucking very good. And I think I, I think I played in front of uh, more than two people, not in a garage. I think three times in my entire life, and it was fucking terrifying. Just, uh, it, it just, but like, but you have, but everybody learn. I feel like everybody learned, at least from, from around our generation, learn to play punk songs because they're super fucking easy to learn. Yeah. But then you look at like, you, so never, nobody ever scrapes away that surface to look at like, like from Toy Dolls or. Um, El Jefe. Oh, El Jefe is a fucking beast. Uh, actually, uh, from I, I have a, I have a, the hepatitis bathtub. You ever heard about it? The book? No, dude, I have the book. I actually, fuck, I was actually gonna bring it and let you read it because it's fucking awesome, dude. It's such is it, good. Is it an autobiography or is it just a? Well, it's the it's a no effects. It's like the story of no, yeah. no effects, basically. and it's it's written by them. And they also you could find it on uh, YouTube where they actually do the whole like not spoken word, but they read the book. Oh, I like their audio oh, book. Yeah, in there. That's, and it's I, dude, it's such a good book. Those Fuck, guys, such a good book. Well, see, uh, I forget his I forget, fucking Beta is his last name. I forget what El Jefe. <laughs> I can't remember El Jefe's real first name. Anyway, um, he went to Berkeley School of Music. Oh yeah, yeah. And I fucking had no idea. Well, he was like, Jesus, dude, jazz. He, he was already like in a touring band, yeah, and he was like, like an accomplished jazz. Dude, until guitarist. until he got into No Effects, he never listened to punk rock. He didn't even know how to play punk rock. They had to show him how to play punk rock. And he was like, I had to, he literally is like, I had to dumb myself down to play punk rock. And actually, with no effects, if it wasn't for El Jefe, no effects probably wouldn't be a band right no, now. No, because if you listen to Before He Showed Up, those first, what, three, like, or two full albums and a couple EPs, it wasn't, the musicianship wasn't oh, there. No, the no. snarky lyrics were there. But oh, yeah. The, but it's still just like, he, he brought the... Guitar playing, the three-part harmonies, and, um, oh, and arrangements and everything. All the arrangements, all sorts of. Well, and he also plays basically a brass instrument. So, oh, yeah. so that that brought it to the table. But yeah, sometimes you just have to scrape away, you know, the the surface a little bit to find that true musicianship, like you know, like Op Ivy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got him to agree to it. You heard it here, oh, folks. Gosh. Chris Clay actually likes Op Ivy. No, Matt Freeman's in Op Ivy, so it's it's good. Matt Freeman's so ridiculous. No, he is a badass. He has banana fingers. He does. Like Anthony. Yeah, Anthony, Anthony has banana fingers. He's got yeah, fucking Anthony's hand. I shook his hand one time and it was like, 
<laughs> he shook my forearm. It's like, Jesus Christ, he's got Tony Robbins' hands. No, like, no wonder he played Anthony's up. a badass, man. He that fucking is. is. He's a good, badass He's a good player. fucking bass player, man. The, I didn't really... I'd never really met Anthony until the Swillers started playing the, the brewery. And I, uh, I was... One, finally got to watch you guys not fucked up. And <laughs> I don't know if that's ever happened. He played... Uh, what did, did you guys play... Do you play Journey to the End of East Bay? Yeah, yeah. That's got a sick fucking baseline. We also right? do a... And then, what's what, it called? Uh, Maxwell Murder. Yeah, Maxwell Murder. That, I think it was Maxwell Murder, actually, that I heard. And I was like, holy shit, he can really fucking play bass. And afterwards, I was like, dude, you fucking killed that bass. And he's like, yeah, that's when he shook my hand. He's like, thanks, man. I appreciate that. I'm like, ah, fucking Tony Robbins. It's <laughs> like a fucking bunch of bananas just are, grabbed my arm. Are you guys scheduled to play the brewery anytime? Not um, soonish, but I think, you're scheduled somewhere? I think Lee was trying to get us to play for like the 80s party. For the 80s party, but yeah, it's but, not. It's still up in air because yeah, of well, uh, uh drumming situation. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And it's just, so, I don't know. I mean, I was telling him like I don't I like I don't want to commit say we can do it and then like somehow not be able to do it. Right. Yeah. I was like you might as well just talk to Jeremy Green and do it. You know because at least he'll play actual you know the actual, actual music. 80s music. Yeah, actual ah, but, 80s music. But who's gonna fuck, who's gonna play uh, Space Age Love Song and let Lee fucking exactly. sing it? Well, you got the karaoke fucking, thing going out the yeah. brewery, so we can just pull that out. I, I actually kind of want to maybe Dude, sit that's home what they and practice do. that. How about fucking, that? They should do 80s an 80s karaoke. party, but also do karaoke to get people to be able to come up I'm and gonna sing throw that some down. songs from the 80s. That's not a bad idea. Kind of cool. I think that'd be kind of cool. Oh, I mean, what you is get, the 80s party? We don't know yet. We don't have, I don't think we have a confirmed date Okay. Um, at this point. So I don't know. Sorry for bringing everybody's I, weird I, questions up. I just didn't know. No, that, that's all right. I I just, actually, I, I feel really it. bad. I'm sitting here right now, and I'm like, man, my feet stink. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I think it's my feet. No, no. I'm putting my feet over there. I can't smell no, it's, it's my feet. I think our feet are combined. And my feet are closer to his. Yeah, if I, if I was ever going to be a blues player, my my name would be Stinky Feet. Stinky Feet. But he could, do uh, you want to try to play us out? Maybe? Play out? Fucking let's 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 come up with something really to play cool. it out. What the fuck does that mean? Are we doing more Bill O'Reilly bits? Oh my! God. What the to fuck? to play it out? What does that mean? Fucking <laughs> thing sucks. <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> fuck it. Fuck. I know. I'm. I'm not saying you should play us out now, <coughs> but I want you only to hear you play more, and it would be good to have it play. Let me just. do not know what to play. You guys like throw me on the spot. See if Leonard was here, I just let Leonard play. Why don't you play together on the sand? I know we should. Oh. Oh, 
Oh yeah, Joe, get it. Whoa. Whoa. You have a good voice. You Thank wanna, you. You want to sing in the Swillers? Yes. Come on, we'll pay you. How much? Oh, yeah, right. Beer. What, 130, Beer. <laughs> so we, uh, 133 bucks. Can yeah, we right. sing off Ivy songs? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, dude. Okay, so check this out. So before we have to like leave or anything. So um, did I tell you the story about when we went to Nam? Like Vietnam? No, no, uh, Nam. That's what I thought he was saying. I thought Nam at first, and then I knew the national music thing in LA. Thing about Bobber. Well, uh, it was like the end of the day, and we're like cruising through uh, the third floor, and they have the Fender booth. So we walk in there, and there's all these people gathered around this little stage. So usually throughout Nam, they have like, you know, guest people come and play. So we're walking through, and we bump into these like drunk people because we were kind of drunk too, and we're like, you know, fucking who who's playing? And they're like Tim Armstrong, and we're like, what? Tim Armstrong of rancid Tim Armstrong. And they're like, yeah, and we're like, no fucking way. And they're oh, like, yeah, shit. dude. So he came out, fucking played a shit ton of uh, rancid songs. We ended up hanging out with him for a few minutes, dude. Super fucking cool. Like we got Tim Armstrong is. I've actually met him also, and I, I remember him being like him and Lars both were just oh, dude, super, super fucking down to earth, cool, man. just nice guys. <laughs> That's exactly how it sounds. He, sound, he, he, he sounds, sounds exactly, exactly like, like he does. Yeah, what are you saying, like, yeah. You can tell he's one of those guys that has really fucking just hit hit bottom a few times. Oh, yeah. yeah. And was able to spring back. Oh, and, yeah. and, and And I think, I just think it's fucking... That's one of the reasons why I really like the guy so much. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I, I scored uh, all access passes. Uh, it would have been Warped Tour 2003. Uh, Was that the one in Phoenix? Uh, I actually I went to one in Phoenix. That was the first year they had it in at Peoria Sports right. Complex. I remember like uh, Jim Bond was on stage. Yes, yes. Yeah, Jim Bond I, was on yeah, stage. I was. I, yeah, yeah. I, I got pulled. We got kicked off the stage, and then we got sent back out front. And I was like, oh, fucking Jim. Fuck. I I can remember standing in the crowd. See, this was a. I went to two war tours that year because I went to the one at, in Phoenix, and then I uh, about a month later I flew back east to visit my family and take Porsche back there and stuff. And we went. To, I went to war tour in Indianapolis. So, um, yeah, I remember uh, Jim being on stage. What the fuck? Who was he on stage? Uh, where I was standing in the crowd, and I was like, Jimbo! And he's like, hey, what's that? What's that? So, like, I can't remember who the band was. I know that that was the same year that uh, Pennywise closed out with Bro Him Tribute. Okay. And then No Effects was playing right after them. They do the, you know, the two stages back and forth. So Pennywise, you know, they play the fucking song. They're finishing out, and then No Effects kicks in, and they played like another three minutes and played Bro Him Tribute. <laughs> That's how they opened up their set. It's fucking No Effects doesn't give a uh, shit. Dude, yeah, No Effects is great. But no, I, I was standing in line in Indianapolis with my brothers and a, and a friend of mine that had come out to visit with me. And uh, this lady comes up to me, and she's like, hey, uh, if I get you guys in for free, will you work the Monster Energy Drink booth? And I'm like... How about you get us all access passes and I'll, I'll work like two hours instead of one hour. And she's like, let me see what I can do. She came back with lanyards and we, we went back there and got to watch. Um, it, one of the most surreal experiences of my entire life was watching Rancid from like back and kind of to the side stage with Davey Havoc sitting, sitting up on a like a double stack. Yeah. Holding a parasol, swinging his like swinging his feet like a little fucking kid. He's got this like late black lace parasol and i'm like this fucking is not real dude, life have, this have you, can't be fucking real have life. you uh have you heard a uh, dream card yet 
Yeah, dude. No, it's, it's fucking, fucking awesome. It's, it's so absolutely fucking great. good. We've lost Paul. Paul is hanging out on his iPad. We fucking lost. It's like, dude, my feet stink so bad. It's fucking <laughs> they are. I'm sick. looking up how to save myself. He's like, <laughs> he's like trying to <laughs> trying to order to, like immediately next day shipping for some fucking bug bomb for this place like, to get rid of that smell. Uh, no, I heard it. I can't remember why. Um, probably I'm gonna fucking make myself sound like an asshole, but I get notifications from Pitchfork of new shit or just news and stuff like that so and I think that's how I heard about it and I was like cause it's no doubt yeah. with Davey Havoc and I was like mm-hmm. and it works so, so fucking good dude it's so fucking good Jesus Christ it's so good I yeah. couldn't fucking believe how like and yeah anyway. I just love it because it's got that whole like it's it sounds so fucking curie you know that's what it reminds me it's you got of. some it's electronic got elements light. to it that in very like the melodies yeah it, you can you can tell that those guys and no doubt have been really wanting to fucking branch out oh yeah and I feel like it's um Davey Havoc trying to make good on that what was that weird electronic thing that him and Jade Puget did yeah yeah I know you're, I know you're talking about that, like yeah, could was, have been really good yeah, yeah. but it, it ended up being like really really bad yeah. dark like a gothic uh, postal service which yeah. could be kind of cool but it really wasn't yeah it was not. Just I'm, I don't know. It's, it's not like I lost a lot of respect for Davey Havoc, but it, man, like AFI, I'm like, oh, I fucking hate AFI. Uh, still don't hate AFI. Uh, I have to. I have you, to. See, here's the thing. Like, I don't hate Jesus. It's a bunch of his followers I don't like. So don't hate <laughs> AFI. Just keep, like just because they put out fucking Black Sales, which is still an amazing fucking oh, yeah. album. And then they put Open out your mouth uh, and shut your eyes. Oh, yeah, such I'm, a good album. All too. that shit. It's still really good music. It's just they got really popular, and you couldn't go see them at. Like a 500 seat theater yeah, anymore. Yeah. You could you have to go to a fucking arena to see him and have to deal with a bunch of little kids. But remember, you were one of those little kids once too. Oh yeah. I mean, let's just throw Look, that out Davey there. Davey Havoc was a man back in the day, dude. He's still the fucking but man. He, yeah, he's, he is a badass. But uh, I'm gonna play, play about, a bunch of AFI yeah, for Paul. About, and he'll be like, what the old f- old AFI man, old AFI. You just cannot go wrong. That's what I still love about going to it. I went to an AFI show three years ago, two or three years ago, and. And I've said this a thousand times before. The AFI is one of those bands that they, you can't define what genre they are, and you can't you can't put their fans into a box because you'll go to an AFI show and you'll see fucking bikers and old school skins and fucking fifty year old men that have been listening to them forever. Oh, yeah. Their kids, their fucking grandkids, and like little ten year olds with their fucking work boots on, like. I think that's kind of cool. It's like going to a Dropkick Murphy show. You get the same thing. Yeah. And I, or it's like I, no I, effects I, show too, you know? It's the oh, same thing. No effects show. Jesus. I think my, my knees hurt just fucking thinking about going to a no effects show. I, did I ever tell you about the, the time we got on stage from no effects? No. Oh, dude. So me and Holly went to go uh, see the New Year's Eve tour on uh, in Vegas. And we ended up getting in an argument and a fight like we always do. Well, she ended up to go out and smoke. And I went to the bathroom. Well, when I came out, I was looking for her and I couldn't find her, so I texted her and I'm like, "Where, you know, where the fuck are you at?" She's like, "Oh, I'm up on stage. Look where we were standing by." So I look over and there she is, just hanging out on stage. So, uh, yeah, so some like old school skater guy came up, was hitting on her, and took her backstage. Yeah. What? Well, meanwhile, huh. uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, but she, yeah, she was up there and. Did you she, get up on stage? Oh yeah, no, oh, okay. she came. She came back down and gave us some passes. So we went up there and it's fucking awesome. So that's good. cool as shit. Did you so get to meet the guys? Oh uh, yeah, but uh, see, um, Fat Mike was too fucked up, and uh, Eric was uh, he actually bumped into me and he's like, "Oh, you're not my wife," and I'm like, "No, I'm not your wife," but but you changed my yeah, life, you changed man. my life, man. <laughs> I love you guys. I love you guys. Uh, I actually got to meet uh, Fat Mike and uh, El Jefe. So 
my 21st birthday was April 26, 2002. That was also the same date of the Rancid No Effects tour stop. Remember when they covered each other's... Oh, such a good fucking great album, fucking album. The, the way No Effects did radio was just oh, yeah. like, still to this day, fuck, one of the, hands down, one of the best co- covers I've ever heard. So uh, that was the, 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 the day that they stopped at uh, House of Blues in Vegas was my 21st birthday. Oh, shit. And uh, unfortunately, ended up having to go up there alone. Because none of my friends bought tickets in time because it fucking sold out like that. You know, that album was yeah, kick-ass, yeah. right? Paul, we're talking about these two punk bands that covered each other's songs and put out a split album. I heard, I heard about this. That's, a, that's really well, That was the time cool. when uh, Pump of the Valium, too. That was like that was right, right after right. Pump of the Valium. Yep. So, yeah. And it was they were they were starting to really kind of get cute. And that show sold out in like, well, it's like, like a, a day or well, something Well, you got to think like it's that. like after the decline, too. So, it's oh, like, man. fuck, dude. The uh, so anyway, watch the show. They were great. Real McKenzie's opened up, which was those guys still fucking kick ass. Oh, yeah. I love those guys. So I'm hanging out. I, I met up with uh, Mike Harmon. Was up there. He was living in Henderson, but he was like 17, yeah, so he yeah. couldn't really party. So I was you know by myself, just sitting at the bar after the show, and uh, I kind of turned left and I was like, oh shit, it's fucking Fat Mike just walking out. He's like, hey, what's up, man? I was like, hey, fucking fantastic show, man. <laughs> like it's the first time I've seen you guys. Not at a warp tour. He's like, "Oh man, what's your name?" My name's Joe. And then uh, bartender, being being the bartender, he's like, "Hey, it's his twenty first birthday." And like, "What the fuck?" And fucking shots, orders, and got me a little fucking tuned up. Dude, and that's then, fucking. So and then El Jefe walks out, and he's like, "He's like, hey man, it's my new buddy Joe. You should fucking." And did a couple shots, had a few drinks, from maybe hung out in like maybe thirty minutes. That's fucking so awesome. It was. It was like that kicks my stories ass. That, no, thanks a lot for nah, one dude, up. Dude, I didn't get to go yeah. backstage. I thought I was your, I thought it was your guest. No, was no just, thanks I, a lot for one I up. I didn't get to go up <laughs> on stage. I was sitting around. No, I'm just joking. Out. The only thing that fu- it was like what made my birthday. Oh yeah, that's a little bit better because it was kind of turning out to be a shit birthday because I was like, I fucking turned twenty one. All I want to do is party, and I'm alone in Vegas. On the first day, I'm allowed to party in Vegas. But anyway, that's weird. Yeah, well, it was just because my friends were like, "Oh yeah, man, we're gonna go. We're gonna get tickets. It's gonna be a fucking blast." And then nobody fucking got on board with it. I'm like, "This shit's gonna sell out real fast. It sold out in one day." Oh yeah. And then I, I had bought my tickets like the moment they went on sale, or my ticket. And uh, so, but anyway, yeah, there was the, those guys are really cool when they're not fucking hammered. Oh yeah. Because I've heard many, many stories of people meeting them like just too fucked up to even have a conversation. Well, see, I got to bring the book so you can read the book because yeah, no, I really want to, dude. Read it. I mean, some of the shit Fat Mike talks about, you're like, holy fuck! Like, he, it, it's kind of sad to think about, but it's like, man, I don't know how long Fat Mike's going to be around, just he's, because like some of the shit he talks about in that book, he's like, like, uh, have you heard the new album? How old is he? Uh, he's what, probably almost close to fifty. Yeah, right around fifty. Yeah, but he's he literally like. We'll probably like do like an eight ball of cocaine and like hard drugs drink like a whole time. bottle of vodka and like pop a bunch of percocets I and mean, he's just yeah he, he doesn't Kinda fuck around for it. yeah, yeah well, he, and he doesn't fuck around didn't he get sober a while back for the most part for a bit and then well, on a I don't know like when, I, when I, they were doing their uh, book tour because they, they did the book and then they did their new album and after the new album he like went to rehab and started getting sober but I don't think he's sober anymore but the whole new album like he's just like he's fucked up the whole album like he even talks about it. he's like fucking he's like I was just coked out when I did this fucking blah 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 I, was, I drank a whole bottle of this blah 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 Jesus. blah and then it's sad because if you if you read the, the no effects book like at the very end like they're all like you know talking about like the whole life of no effects and just, you know, like, Hey, you know, this is my buddy. And, you know, I love these guys, but everybody in the band's like, 
you know, like fucking Mike, you need to fucking, you need to go to rehab. Like, they're like, we don't want to lose you. You know, you're like, we love you. You're like a brother to us. So like, you need to fucking, you need to go to rehab. Or and it just gonna, got to that point. Yeah. You're going to fucking die. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. It's sad. It would be great if they, I, I want to see no effects when they're like in their seventies. Oh yeah. And I'm in my fifties. Well, like the one thing about no effects <laughs> is I, I literally put no effects in like that top, like 100 fucking influential bands because right up there with Op Ivy oh dude oh fuck <laughs> no but <laughs> it's you, never you gotta, not gonna be if funny you, if you understand the whole thing with like no effects like man those guys went from being like a shitty band that didn't even know how to play their instruments to doing everything on their own making millions of dollars off of it and even to this day they still like do everything on their own like DIY like what is man. their what's the name of that the VHS like concert tape thing that they put out a long time ago um Oh my god! Yeah, I know. I know which one you're talking about. Where they oh. show? I mean, they show like Oregon, somebody Oregon in Oregon, like birthday party, 1988 or something yeah. like that. And they can't fucking play for shit. Oh no, they're they fucking sound horrible, awful. Oh yeah, they're fucking and there's like horrible. three punkers beating the shit out of each other in this little pit, and most of the, everybody else is standing around. And you can tell everybody's like 14 <laughs> years old, and they're fucking terrible. And then they show like the next concert footage, and they're just as fucking bad. It was like five years later, they're still wow. terrible. And then they eventually got better. God damn it, Chris. What's it called? Why, why um, can I not think of what that's called? Well, it's, it's after White Trash 2. He was in a beat. I mean, it sounds it is, funny, though. It, it is oh, really it's, funny. It's a great but fucking it's, documentary. It's, yeah. Right. It, and it's 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 nice to see them go like from like being shit to actually becoming really good. Oh, doing As the opposed decline? to bands. <laughs> like the de- Dude, the decline, Paul. I'll play it for you sometime. It's actually pretty like brilliant. It's, it, it not, it's, it's, a, it's a very... 18 minutes of just... It's eight, awesome what is it? Eighteen minutes and thirty nine seconds, oh, or yeah. something like that. And it's one song. They like people were talking about. Like I remember there being a buzz about the new No Effects album, and then that came out, and it was a, I, I, most of the CDs that I've ever seen were clear, except for like this much of the center of it because it's only an eighteen right. minutes, just one album. The one album is one song, and it was kind of like, eh, we're punk rock, fuck you guys. But then it's it's the best song, but it's the best oh, punk dude. song that's oh, ever yeah. been written, ever written. Okay. And it's 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 a it's just a genuinely good arrangement from oh. beginning to well, end I mean, and lyrically lyrically it's, lyrically it's fucking I mean you read the lyrics and it just it still makes just as much sense now as it did it's, yeah, know, like it's, early 2000 yeah because it was uh, those guys were pre- preaching against Trump for years or uh, Bush uh, Trump Jr whatever and now it's uh, Trump and, and now yeah. it's Trump and I think that's probably why Fat Mike had to get sober They're like listen dude it's, it's not so much that we want to lose you it's that we're going to have to tour on support of this shit Oh, oh shit. It's my, my wife's blowing the, me the, up. The wife is calling. Hey, you know what? With that, how about we get out of here? Okay. And have some beers. It's been Chris Lay, Cartoon Casual. Oh, yeah. That's Thanks fun. for coming Thanks out, man. Thanks for Again, uh, May, what? You're going to be at the uh, uh, 12th and 13th? 13th. 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 
And we're all looking forward to uh, Roger Waters. Coming oh, out, man. God, oh, it's going to be man. so good. Wait till yeah. we do a podcast about Roger Waters. Like after that show, just be like, dude, bro, mind blowing. That's going to be those three exactly. terms, and that's fucking that's it. it. Yeah. We won't even Thank you for listening to Cartoon Casual. Yeah. <laughs> Cartoon Casual Roger Waters edition is just like. <laughs> Five people fucking screaming, and that's it. <laughs> we should try to get some information to uh, the people there and see if we'll come on the show. <laughs> we should invite Roger Waters. This is an open probably, invite to Roger would. Waters. Anytime you ever want to be on this show, Roger Waters. And and by the way, I wonder if he, would you think he's going to be flying from Phoenix to Vegas or, or, driving. or driving right through? Man, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I mean we really. should we should get all of our people it's together. A to short have, drives, like, kind of, and he's like, oh fuck it, I'll just drive on the bus. Maybe. He's like seventy years old, so yeah, yeah that's true. I don't know. He's probably not too keen on shitting in bath. Uh, what is it? Uh, truck stop bathrooms anymore. Not. But anyway, what? Well, let's fucking let's get out of here right, before you, before Holly fucking doesn't let. I you know. She, well, anymore. she hit me up. She's like, "Let's go get something to eat." And I'm like, "Oh, it's almost ten o'clock." I'm like, "Oh, nothing's open right now." But in and out's always in and out's open. always open. In and out's open until one a.m. And Del Taco. Del Taco. Del Taco. Denny's. Denny's. Oof. Yeah, Denny's is open. Just, I'm I just, just, just gave me open. fucking diarrhea just talking about it. Uh, I haven't been there in Superbird's so good. Super, oh, mm, yeah. Superbird. Moons over Miami or the breakfast Dagwood, which oh, is just yeah. moons over Miami with uh, sausage mixed in with the eggs. And they're, uh, they're actually, actually, they're Philly, uh, Philly uh, omelets pretty good, too. Oh, man. Cool. Philly omelet. All right. I know how you need to go. I need to fucking get out of here. <laughs> thanks, Chris. Cartoon Casual. Uh, thanks, thanks lot, Chris, man. man. Come back anytime. Uh, I will. Later. Later. Bye. Thank mm-hmm. you.